From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Cara. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So we talked about this a little while ago, which is the craze, the digital craze of NFTs, which are non-fungible tokens. Mm -hmm. And this was the guy that sold that piece of art for 60-something million dollars. Yeah. Where it was a piece of art created by 5,000 other smaller pieces of art and somebody paid 60-plus million dollars for it. But there is actual no physical manifestation of the piece of art. It is a, it is a digital token. It is a, it's on a thumb drive and you own that piece of art because you own the blockchain footprint, I guess it is. And other people have been selling things. So I couldn't um, be trusted with that. So the guy... Um, who, uh, what's uh, Jack Dorsey from Twitter, right? Yeah. He sold his first tweet, He sold right? his very yeah. first tweet. But again, now somebody owns that first tweet. They own the digital rights to that first tweet. It's a digital token. And the ownership is digital. And you can't touch it. Like, you, there's no physical thing, but you own the ownership to that thing. Um, the guy who, uh, the ocean spray guy on the skateboard with the... Uh, oh, Apod Nathan Apod uh, Apodaca. Uh, Apodaca. Yeah. Skateboarding to Fleetwood Mac. Mm -hmm. He is selling that video as an NFT for somebody to own. But, wow. But only in that video, he, he, he's not selling it with the Fleetwood Mac song. You can't. And he's not, and, and they blurred out the ocean spray logo. On oh, his so what's the point? <laughs> what's the point, right? <laughs> I saw so, it. Didn't somebody sell... Or not so he's sell, selling somebody, that. Somebody bought uh, Jordan footage, I think, or yeah, there's or you, LeBron you, yeah, footage. Yeah, there's I think? Mo moments in sports that you can own. That is yeah. now you own that moment in sports. See, if I were to buy one of those, for me, like I know I wouldn't be able to store it on a hard drive and keep it at home because I'd like either lose it or right. delete it by accident. I would have to put it on a individual thumb drive and like take it to the bank and put it in like a safe there. So let me tell you about the guy who's selling a fart for eighty five dollars. <laughs> sorry what did you say i said let me tell you about the guy who's selling a fart for 85 dollars so there is uh, an artist artist named alex ramirez malice he's 36 and at the beginning of the 2020 pandemic when lockdown started, he said he and his four friends began sharing recordings of their farts to a group chat on WhatsApp. Oh, God. Yeah. And now he's compiled all the farts, which is 52 minutes. He calls it a master collection of all the audio between him and all his friends just selling, just farting into their phones and sending That's it to each other. So gross. Right. What is this more? This is him talking about Okay. It. Thank you. As any red-blooded American, I'm, if there's an opportunity, I want to seize it. And if there's an opportunity to get rich off farts, I'd be crazy not to jump on that. At the same time, I can't help but revel in the fact that somebody might pay actual money for not even a fart, the idea of a fart. Because these NFTs aren't 
farts. They're just digital alphanumeric strings that represent ownership. It's like buying a certificate that says one fart. If I were to try and sell a piece of paper that said fart, people would very likely call it ridiculous. But now in the context of NFTs, people are dying to buy these things that aren't pieces of art themselves. They're just signifiers. It's like a provenance. It doesn't actually contain anything. So I can just click a few buttons and say, this fart is for sale and somebody can buy it. (laughs) That's how ridiculous this is. That's how ridiculous this is. You don't actually own it. Like it's not yours. There is is no thing. There is no actual thing that you own. You own the digital idea of that thing. So now we're selling ideas. Yes. So the farts, by the way, 52 minute master collection of he and his three friends uh, with all of their farts all compiled together. The current bid is $183. Oh my God. (laughs) That's so rich. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Today, Roz, yes, is National Puppy Day. It's say what? Excuse me? National Puppy Day. Yeah, I love uh, puppies. Hashtag National Puppy Day is trending number one right now on Twitter. Just because everyone's just posting videos and pictures of their stupid ass cute pups. And it's just like endless scrolling, dude. If you're having a... Uh, I, almost, I almost swore. If you're having a bad morning <laughs> or a bad yeah. day... I would say just click on the hashtag and it is an instant mood changer. What was the question you asked me yesterday that was trending? Something about puppies. Oh, puppies was trending yesterday. Yeah. And it said uh, the tweet was Beyonce, Taylor Swift, or puppies, you can only keep one. Right. And then puppies immediately yeah, started the, the, the only answer to that question is, is puppies. <laughs> right. And that is something that's indefensible because even Taylor Swift, like you can't argue your case for that. No. Like you are a monster if you go, hey, fans, listen. <laughs> Look yeah. everything I've got. You can't argue yourself over puppies. Yeah, Screw Dubron was mean to me. Uh, yeah, right? Right? Yeah. My masters, yeah. like you can't, <laughs> you can't argue about, yourself over yo, puppies. And what about Beyonce? Yeah, right. She's the queen right there, and her yeah. beehive is like ride or die for her. Yes, they are. But even but they, when it comes e- to even puppies, they, you can't wade into the world of we would rid the world of puppies in order to keep Beyonce. Yeah, you can't, you can't no. do that. <laughs> That's the kind of list I hope I never wind up on, because I would have to also vote for puppies. <laughs> yeah. Like Ross or puppies? Yeah, right. you can only pick one. Yeah. I'm going with puppies. I would be the first person, <laughs> the first person to vote. What do they do? What are you? What are we supposed to do on National Puppy Day? I don't know. Everyone's just like sharing photos and videos of yeah. their uh, of their dogs. I like stuff. those videos that you see on I don't know what it is like TikTok or Reels or whatever, where people have these dogs and they show the dog at like a week and then three months and then eight months. And yeah. these people have dogs that are like 250 pounds oh, that, yeah. that grow that big in, in months. There that's is like a, some, that's like a sci-fi regenerating thing. Like that's when you, you're grown in a lab. Yeah. There is a, uh, you turn into an X-Men in our neighborhood Yeah, that we saw when this family just got the puppy Yeah, and she was tiny tiny two weeks later the dog was like bigger obviously but a lot bigger than what like it should be like what you would think and then like a month later like almost like a full-grown dog yeah yeah it's and wild. i forgot like we got our golden tig when he was a pup mm-hmm. and i just forget like how quickly they do grow yeah like remember when they put skinny captain america in that machine 
Yeah. Right? <laughs> Yo, <he was> so <laughs> <skinny>. <laughs> then he came out ripped. That's like the golden doodle down your street. <laughs> yeah, they put him in the machine. <laughs> so dumb. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh-huh. Let me ask you this question. Go. At what age do you think we all feel that we peak oh god so if you asked a bunch of people yeah how old are you maury do you think you've peaked oh long ago what do you mean by peak peak at your best where you hit your best it's all downhill after that oh no i don't think i hit my peak yet so are you sure okay so but when okay if i asked you no, when because did, i want to do more okay when do you think okay most if asked say, at what age mm. would you say people were when they peak 62 60 so you think you're at your best at 62 i'm gonna say that that's what people are saying 62 no i'm gonna say like 30 35 36 yeah 37 really yeah 62 yeah you think you're at your you think people feel that they can't wait to get to 62 so they're at their best not that they can't wait that's not the question but when no peaking is peaking that's when you're at your best 62 because i feel like maybe you've you feel like you could still no. do more. You ask any 62-year-old right now. You ask you my dad. You think my dad's at his best right now? You ask any 62-year-old. You look at a 62-year-old right now and say, if given the opportunity, okay, with no repercussions, nobody's going to be sad. Your kids are going to be fine, everything yes. else. If you give me right now every single thing that you've earned in this life and you get to be 21 again. Ooh, everything. Huh? Okay. <laughs> And everyone's going to be fine? Everyone's going to be Do fine. Do I get my 21-year-old body? Um, if you want it. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So 37. However, again, what Moria just said is that, but most people feel that they haven't peaked yet. Yeah. So even if you're older than 37, um, when asked, people are saying that they, they don't feel that they have peaked. My dad peaked at 37. Oh, How yeah. do you know? I was there. Yeah. So you saw what? your dad. You saw your dad. I had to wait at coat check. <laughs> How old were you when your dad was 37? Well, 22 years before that. So that is? 37 to 27 is 10. So I was 17. Yes, oh, my sir. God. Blew your mind. Okay. Did you, do you remember your dad at, at his best, Mocha? Or is he at his best right now? Like when did right now. when did he have like his sort of most swagger when he was like the what age do you think that was? Like super cool guy Vern? Yeah, super cool super cool guy Vern. I don't know. No. I don't know. Do you I feel remember... that you've peaked? Do you feel no. that you've peaked? You don't. I, I got more. You got yeah. so you think that you're not not quite at your best. Like, no, absolutely no. not. Like mentally I've peaked long ago. Okay, but let me ask you this though. Let me let yeah. me okay, let me let me ask you this. So Maury, so when we talk about peaking, do you feel that you've peaked yet? No. No. So you feel that every year you keep getting better. Worse. Okay. No. <laughs> no, your first answer okay. is the answer. Okay. That's true. So right then, there. Yes. No, but it's hard because my body is fighting with my mind. Okay. So this is right? what this you is what, what I'm saying? this is what I'm saying. So when did it go from you had years of just where you kept evolving and getting better and stronger and smarter to now you have years where your body is fighting with your mind? What age did that transition happen? 37. 37. <laughs> there we go. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So, did you see the other day, Roz, when Cinnamon Toast Crunch was trending on Twitter? No. Okay, so this is a crazy story. (laughs) 
I wouldn't even know. I wouldn't even know. I wouldn't click on that. Uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch was trending, and then it turned into another hashtag, which then turned into another hashtag. Okay. Shem is here. Hello, Shem. Hello. So Cinnamon Toast Crunch was trending. Why? Okay, so a guy named, let me get his name, Jensen Karp tweeted out that he found dried shrimp tails in his Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Dried shrimp tails? Yeah. Dried shrimp tails in his Cinnamon Toast toast Crunch. That doesn't seem right to me. No. (laughs) Uh, And so he tweeted out to General Mills being like, what the heck's going on, right? Yeah. So people looked at his name and they're like, wait a minute. Jensen Carp and realize that he is the husband of Danielle Fischel. And if that name sounds familiar, she's Topanga from Boy Meets World. Oh, everybody loves her. Remember? Oh. You remember her? Hey. This oh. girl here? I never saw one episode of that show, but I know the oh. love that people had for Topanga. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So so her so Topanga's husband got shrimp tails in a cinnamon toast crunch. Correct. Oh. And this was a love fest for one Topanga. People reminiscing about how beautiful she is and how great she was and was on the show. I yes, say. and uh, and and the tweets are amazing. The tweets from the from the are amazing. May I read you a few? Yeah, because Topanga started trending all of a sudden because man and because of t- Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That is the that's my worst day ever. Okay, if I if I wake up and my day starts off with me finding. Uh, shrimp tails in my cinnamon toast crunch yeah. and then my day ends with the entire internet telling talking about how hot my wife is like <laughs> you know what i mean i know like give the guy a break her husband was probably like yo maybe i'll get a reply right. maybe i'll throw a couple extra free Thank boxes you. over me yes you know the kids will enjoy it no yes. problem yes. Yeah. okay stop pining for my wife oh man <laughs> yeah so the reason his wife even came up is because uh he tweeted out that she was brave enough to go ahead and search the other boxes of Cinnamon Toast Crunch and, like, look and try it out. And so they they, they love her. You mean Topanga being... go through the other boxes? Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Come on, and doc. the tweets are amazing. May I read you a few? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Cinnamon Toast Shrimp Guy is married to Topanga. I know that doesn't sound like a real sentence, but trust, bro, it is. <laughs> um, guys, I learned that Shrimp Tail Cinnamon Toast Crunch Guy, Jensen Carp, is married to Topanga, from Boy Meets World, whose maiden name is Fischl. Come on. Come on. That's amazing, right? And I'm going to read you my favorite one. Yeah. All right. This says this. Oh, my God. Imagine saying, wow, the shrimp cinnamon toast guy is married to Topanga to any normal person. <laughs> <laughs> Poor dude, man. So that's the evolution of the hashtag and why Topanga started trending. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, hey, Mark, come in here for a second. I need you to come in here and. Uh, I need you to cut my hair. Rub your back. No, I don't need you to cut your hair. I need you to come in here and. Um, rub your back? And just. Uh, and when I say go, I just need you to hold your breath. Oh. Okay. Well, wow. I do that while I do the story because I need to see how long you can hold your breath. So for. glad I came to work today. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, okay, go. Big deep breath in and hold it. No, hold on a second, Wait. though. When you say can you hold time it, this, Can you time this, Mocha, for absolutely. me, please? No, but okay. can I just set a rule? Yes. When you no, say this- go, when you say go, yes. you need to begin the story. You can't pause because it's unfair okay, to me. Okay, I know. <laughs> okay, on the count of three, I know. deep inhale, okay? Okay. Yes. One, two, three. <gasps> okay, so I'm reading this story about champion uh, diver. His name is Alexei Malakanov. And he holds 20 world records for free diving. 
Wow. Which means you go under in just like a wetsuit mm. and a mono fin. So he has one big giant fin on his feet. <laughs> How long okay. was that? 19 seconds. 19 no, seconds. No, but... But, but sorry, that was a discussion. You're not doing the story. Okay, he is doing I'm the story. Do, but this is relevant, though. But unfair to somebody holding their breath. You no. can't. I can't hold my breath while Mocha goes. Oh, right. Okay. So what? I'm not supposed to react. <laughs> that takes away my breath. <laughs> okay. So again, Maury, hold your <laughs> breath. So the latest record that he just broke was under a freezing cold, frozen lake, and he went down. 262 feet on one breath. Wow. He goes down, he grabs a ring, and then goes back up again on one breath. He did it in two minutes. One ring to rule them all. Okay, one ring to rule them all. His deepest dive, yeah. which he did in the Bahamas. How you doing over there, Moore? Moore looks like he's going to pass out. His face is so red right now, yeah. and he's rocking back and forth. Yeah, I don't know if that's from concentration or about <laughs> the pass outness. So this guy's this okay. guy, too bad, too bad, too bad. His deepest dive, thirty-one seconds. By the way, for keep that in one. mind this is a dive, okay, on one single breath. Kay. His deepest dive was in oh, the Bahamas. Wait, you gotta keep going, bro. Yeah, three, one, one two, one, inhale. <gasps> Okay, his deepest dive was in 2018 in the Bahamas, where he did 426 feet. 426 feet. In one breath. He goes into this meditative state yeah. where he, like, control. I don't know if you ever watched that David Blaine documentary when he was teaching people how to hold their breath. Like, Olivia um, Olivia. Don't Munn fear from and, the story, dude. And, and Jason Sudeikis were there. That's 21 seconds. And he was teaching people in a matter of minutes on how to hold their breath under the water for, like, three minutes. Okay. One, three, two, one. Inhale. But he goes into this meditative state where... And then he manages his oxygen from his lungs into his cheeks. Like he'll release it from his lungs and puff it into his cheeks and then like put it back into his lungs so nothing escapes. But he has this whole system and he's the best and he's the best there's ever been. Mm -hmm. And he has all, he has like 20 world records <sighs> of deep diving. How long was that? 21 seconds. 21 seconds. So Maura, your max is 21 seconds. But no, know, his max is actually, no, believe it or not, his yeah. max was his second attempt. Which was? Which was 30 seconds. I was oh, mentally taking seconds. myself yeah. when I would play I, fetch the stick with my brothers. Right. <laughs> Under the water. <laughs> Which, oddly enough, is how this guy learned. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's DM. Deep dive. You wouldn't say that to your mama. So, why us? Diva Prashad, welcome back. How are you? Hello, I'm good. How are you? We're doing uh, good. Deepa is in charge of our DMs. Deepa, what has been going on in the Roz and Mocha DMs today? Ooh. First comment's a good one. Anonymous. Again, there's anonymous. a lot of anonymous comments coming in. So the first wow. one says, Raz, R-E-Z, yeah, yeah. stop saying Italian. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is this person late to the game? Anonymous? Yeah. Raz has been saying Italian for, like, since the beginning of the show over I, 11 years now. I guess now it's really bothering this person. How do you yeah. say, how Alice, do you say okay. Italy? No, I, I know. I say, I, I don't, first of all, if you think that I don't know what I'm doing, you're wrong. Okay? <laughs> like, I... 
there's a part of me I there's a part of me where I know that certain people have triggers and I troll like the a, trigger Italian the trigger people? like Italians. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I know I know the triggers. It's a har- it's, it's a harmless mistake. Honestly, it's just a mistake. It's a harmless mm-hmm. mistake. You can hate me all you want to, but all I'm really doing is just it's a small error. Okay. So to uh, to all the Italians that are listening right now, I apologize. I apologize over and over again. Yeah. Also, Bongiorno. Right. Also, a question: <laughs> yes. If it is a mistake. Can you correct the mistake? Let's just, and let's say just move on. Why don't we just <laughs> move on? Or, or we can just, or we can just move on. If right? you don't want to answer my question, fine. I'll DM, DM it later. Yeah, throw it in the DMs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Another anonymous one. Oh no. Um, no. I'm just kidding. The next one's from Jackie. <laughs> Yo, he was legit. <laughs> the panic. As soon as Deepa says anonymous, <laughs> yeah. like, 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 I know I'm smiling, but as soon as Deepa says anonymous, honestly, inside, all I hear is, oh my god. <laughs> Ross dies a little every yeah. time. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> next one is from Jackie. She says, hey, guys, just wanted to thank you for always putting a smile on my face. P.S. I used to have a gigantic crush on Mocha when I was younger. What? So he's my favorite between the two. Have a great day. Love you guys. Oh, thank you, Jackie. There you go. That's so nice. But now I want to know what changed in Jackie's mind if she had a crush on you when you were when she was younger. Oh, so that's like, right. She did say I used to have a yes, crush on Mocha. Yes, she used Mocha. to. Oh, does that mean she doesn't anymore? Maybe, oh, maybe she was younger and now she has like a husband and all that other stuff. Oh, she won't make almost, him mad. It's almost inappropriate <laughs> to throw that kind of thing yeah. in the DMs, yeah, right? I got you, Jackie. But it's almost just as inappropriate <laughs> to say, I used to have a crush on you. That almost that's, hurts more. Yeah, right. it does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. I'm glad that Mocha's getting hurtful once does well today. <laughs> <laughs> it was she a left comment. her name, too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it was a compliment with a backhanded uh-huh. sort of a yep. diss. All right. Uh, next one is from Marta. What kind of underwear does everyone wear on the show? Roz, do you still wear man panties? Oh my god, people wow. are so mean. This is—you wonder why I don't wear the DMs, <laughs> right? Right. This is why I don't wear panties. Where, did, where is this person getting this from? It's a whole thing. We tried them on like one day. We tried them on one day. There was a yeah. company that made lingerie for men, and we oh. ordered a bunch. And I tried some, and Maury tried some, and did you try some? I did. You two tried some. And we and, had and, actual and, like underwear models in here to judge each one of them. Yes. Not judge, but like give their kind of opinion on what we look like in them. And I found a pair that I that were actually quite comfortable, okay. and I wore them for a couple of times. Yeah. And, <laughs> right? Couple a couple of days. Couple of days. Yeah. Like they were fine. They, Consecutively they were, or? No, no, no. They were fine. Okay. They were fine. But it was nice. It was, I like the feel, right? Yeah. Like there wasn't a lot, like oftentimes men's underpants are, they are like sometimes, I don't want to say scratchy because that, you know what I mean? It's just a thicker material. Sure. This was a nice, thin, breathable, breathable panty. Ooh. And I quite enjoyed wearing it. Right. <laughs> and then, and then uh. I just didn't anymore. So no, I wear regular briefs now. Is what I wear, if you must know. My question is, what's a man panty? Like, what does it look like? Like, ladies' panties, only the cut was to fit men's stuff. Okay, I see. She's like, I I wish I didn't ask. I know, you seem horrified. Right now, you're you're only picturing people you know right now (laughs) in your head, right? I don't like it. I don't like that question at all. so uncomfortable. (laughs) I, by the way, I wear uh, boxer briefs. Oh, thank you for the input again. Really love imagining you in boxer briefs now. You asked. (laughs) Okay, I didn't. I asked what somebody else asked. So, okay, okay. you know, I'm just doing my job. Uh-huh. <laughs> one more, one more. One more. One more. Let's see. Okay. 
Uh, this is for Mocha. A question from Anonymous. Hey, Mocha, what's the best place in the city for roti to impress my West Indian girlfriend? Ooh. Oh, <gasps> if any place... I mean, you would know too, mm-hmm. but if there's any place that's even open right now, I would only ever suggest Mona's. Mona's is so good. Shem's in the background like waving so, his hands. <laughs> so what is... So you say Mona's, Mocha. Yeah. Deepa, what do you say? Because you know... that you, yes. You're all over the place eating all this stuff. Uh, Mona's is at the top of my list. There's another place called Roti Hut that I really like. Is that in Brampton? No, that's in Scarborough. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. let me ask you this then. Then what puts something like Mona's or Roti Hut at the top of the list? Like what makes that roti so much better? <sighs> I find it's the fluffiness mm-hmm. of the roti mm-hmm. yeah. and also the amount of stuff that yes, they give they you. The volume. amount of stuff that they put in there. Yeah. Oh, man. Really? Yeah, Ross, have you ever had roti before? Many times. <gasps> Come on, please. I don't know if you're lying or if you're serious. No, I love no, it. Oh, really? Oh, yes. I mean, he's not lying. He knows what he's talking about. Yes. Oh, my gosh. We should have a roti party. Well, let's not go too far with the whole with the whole party thing. I like I like I like my roadie on my own. Okay, I don't I don't need to be. It doesn't need to be organized fun in order for me to enjoy it. Uh, hit us up on our DMs. They are wide open. We're doing this every single day. We're checking our DMs. Actually, Deepa is checking the DMs, yes. and she's gonna read them all uh, out for you every single day. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hi, Alyssa. It's Roz Amoka. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Okay, Roz, Alyssa is out in Ireland. Oh, right yeah? Now. Yeah. Alyssa wrote us and said uh, she's such a huge fan of the Roz Amoka show. She says, I started listening to it in grade school, all throughout high school and undergrad, and now I'm in Ireland in medical school, and I'm still listening to the Roz Amoka show even while in Europe. You guys, making, uh, you guys are helping to make tough days so much easier. Uh, so thank you for your dedication. Alyssa. Yeah, it's so nice to keep listening to your show. Like I've been, as I said, like I've been listening to it for so long, and you guys just make like some days like you're homesick, you miss family and friends, and it's just like you have a little piece of home here. Um, why Ireland? Why why do med school out there? Um, honestly, it's the country's so nice. Everybody's so friendly. I don't know. I really liked it. So, do you look at like other medical schools like uh, around Canada or even like across North America, and then? Like, how did you come to yeah. the decision to go to Ireland? Like, what's so special about that school that you're at right now? Oh, well, like, the school is pretty well known, like, throughout all of Europe. And, like, even though it's, like, an international school, like, it's really easy to come back to Canada and the States. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're quite rated quite high. So that's why I chose it. I didn't really want to stay in Canada. Like, I've always wanted to, like, live in Europe and have that experience. So I thought, why not? <laughs> Jeez, that's great. And how long? So are you? is, is your plan to stay there now or are you going to come home? No, so my program's five years, so I'm in my second year, so I have three more years to go. Um, but I do want to come back home eventually. You after do, I'm done. like to work here, right? You want to sort of continue on your yeah, life yeah. in in back in Canada? Yeah, because like I obviously want to come back. This is just for like the experience and you know meet new people and you know have that fun time. Hey, Maury. I know, but I I wish you were here. Oh, uh, why? <laughs> We're dealing with an international connection here, more the the, the, no, the subtle puns. Irish? I know the subtle puns get lost in the long distance. He said, "I wish you were here." Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. Thank the you. Connection it's, really it's, yeah, I know. We, we Should I say it again? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Okay, I wish you were here. Well, that was a good one, okay. but, um... It was the same one. Yeah, she's like, that was a good one, but also I don't care. <laughs> uh, no, it's always great. We we get a lot of these stories. It's always wonderful when people um, sort of grew up with the show and then they wind up leaving and they take us with them. It's uh, it's so just beautiful and, and heartwarming to, uh, to, to hear. So thank you so much for um, all the time you've spent with us and for taking us with you to Ireland. Oh, my gosh. No, thank you, guys. Like, as I said, like, it's obviously very tough being away from like family and friends and like just 
listening to the show. Like, even like you guys say like simple things. It's like, oh, like the weather's there. I'm like, oh my gosh, like it's so nice there. I'm like stuck in rain, but like, you know. <laughs> well, Alyssa, uh, thank you very much. Uh, before we let you go, Alyssa, I got to ask you the question. Between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Okay, I'm going to have to say Mocha, but just because he has, like, you're so infectious. Like, your laughter is so, like, it just makes me laugh. And also, your Guyanese and from Starbucks the same. Yeah, and... girl! I'm never going to yeah. win that. I'm you never going to win You don't know. <laughs> no, but wait, Roz, I think you're so wise and you give me best advice. Like, I get, like you just like are such a straight shooter. I love it because like, I'm also like that. But I do have to say mocha. You know, you know the difference between calling somebody smart and wise is the like interpreted difference of 25 years, right? <laughs> no, no, it's a good thing. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, you, even, even with the bad connection, uh, Maury yeah. still wants a, another attempt, Alyssa. So I'm, go ahead. Go I'm so jealous okay. that you're in Ireland. I'm green with envy. That wasn't really that good, yeah, but okay. No, no. You, just, you just went away, got, went on Google, and this is what you came back with? I that was the Google. best. I went and had a Kit Kat. Police. Police. <laughs> thanks, Alyssa. Yeah, thanks for having me. Nah, Have a good best. day. Bye-bye. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hi, Melissa. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good, good. Okay, let's get into this real quick. Uh, here's a note that we got from Melissa Ross. Mm-hmm. I think it was around this time last year, I was driving to work listening to the Ross and Mocha show, and Mocha was talking about letting his dog poop in the backyard all winter. He said it would end Oof. up getting buried by snow before you could pick it up, leaving him a cesspool of a backyard in the springtime when all that snow melted, which... Melissa is true. <laughs> All the snow in our backyard melted uh, last week, and I was back there, and my wife, we were picking up with, like, bags and bags and bags. Oh. Eventually, it got too much where we then decided to just get a shovel and scoop everything into a bucket. Uh, Melissa goes on to say in her note, I got a dog with my now ex-partner shortly after that who joined us in a two-bedroom apartment, a.k.a. no yard. My dog Finn and I moved back to my parents' house after the split. I'm Guyanese. As Mocha knows, it wasn't the most well-received at first. No, no, no. My selling point was just how well house-trained he was. After a few months, I even boasted about how he was so well house-trained that he wouldn't even pee in the backyard because he considered it part of the house. Fast forward to today. The snow is gone, and I have never seen so much poop at once in my life, and I instantly thought of Rosamoga. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, ever Disgusting. since I got my dog, I always remembered that story, and I was always just like, my dog's better than Mocha's dog. My dog's oh, better wow. than Mocha's dog. Oh, my wow. dog doesn't poop in the backyard. So this was like, oh, man, my dog is just, and he didn't. He just, he just like chose one side of the house, and sneakily went there. Yeah. Oh. Like, I, I just found it one day. I was like, I didn't even know how long this has been there. <laughs> so what did your folks say? So if you don't know, like your parents, I'm sure were like my parents, where we didn't grow up with animals, right? We didn't grow no, up having dogs. No, you could have a fish maybe. Yeah, like probably at the most, right? Yeah. Like animals, I 
feel like in my experience in a Guyanese household, uh, animals were considered like less than, a little bit too dirty. Sure. Like gross that a dog would like. Your your house clean. That's yeah, all. Yeah, like gross yeah. that a dog would jump up on the couch gotcha, or on the gotcha. bed. Dirty or, feet. Like how, do- like how dare a dog like lick your hand. You uh, know yeah, what I mean? I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. Uh, stuff like that. So your parents were not into it, but they still allowed you to, to, to move back in with the well, dog. They said it would be yeah, a couple of days. They're like, oh, it can't happen. It's only for a couple of days. Now my dad and the dog are best friends. Oh, <laughs> that's real nice. So what happened like with the poop in the backyard? Like, did your did your folks see it or you were able to hide it from them? So my parents work evenings, thankfully. So they weren't awake yet. So I just I went back there with a Walmart grocery bag and just like filled it all up oh. and then like so gross. I told them later, kind of like jokingly, like, oh, hey, ha, I got offended. Do you need one of those, like, Ikea bags with the handles on it? That's <laughs> I mean, I want to be able to keep that afterwards, though, right? True. Like, nah, oh, nah, get rid of it. Throw no. the, I, would, I would move if I were you. Like, I would just yeah, sell the house. I, I, I am trying. No. <laughs> can't get that kind of property value that these days. Come on, <laughs> No, it's a whole thing with dogs. My God. Yeah, it's so gross. Yeah. And now all it is now is maintained. Like as soon as the dog poops, you like try to get out there as quickly as possible within that day and pick it up before more and more and more pile on, right? Well, I mean, it's going to get hot now, so... You don't really want that kind of sting. Oh, oh, come on now. Yeah. Hot dog poop on a hot day. Nah, nah I'm done. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I got nothing left. Well, thank nothing. you very much for writing into us, Melissa. And uh, and thank you for listening to the Raz and Mocha show. Before we let you go, between Raz and Mocha, who's your favorite? I got to have solidarity for my people. Mocha. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> done. Yeah. Thank you, Melissa. <laughs> have a good day. You too. Bye. The Roz and Mocha show podcast. Podcast. and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hey, Gavin, how you doing, man? It's Roz and Mocha. Not too bad. How about you? Good, buddy. What's on your mind? Well, since breaking up, I hate being alone. Oh. Aw, dude. So, Gavin, you wrote us this, Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. Uh, back in August, your relationship ended, and since then, uh, you've been struggling to be alone. You say, I've been trying to focus on myself uh, to better myself, and it's been working. Uh, been working out every day and seeing the results uh, and getting a new job. But by the end of the day, I find it hard because I have no one to come home to aside from family. Um, But it's the intimate connection with someone that I miss the most. How can I learn to let this go and learn to be okay with being alone? Oh, buddy. Giving you virtual (laughs) hugs right now, bro. Uh, It's tough. It's it's tough. But I think that you're doing all the right all the right things uh, when did when you guys broke up was it mutual or she she dump you or did somebody cheat or what happened i uh, know it was mutual um we just grew apart we uh spent like the whole quarantine phase together so i uh, we ended up just going our separate paths and after breaking up i realized that i actually didn't really love her as much as i thought i did mm-hmm. and i wasn't as into the relationship as i realized i was and realize how unhappy I was. But, uh, so after the breakup, it was, there's mutual with that specific person. Mm-hmm. But then after that, it was just like, Oh, I had someone here the whole time, but now I don't have that anymore. If right. that makes sense. So yeah. it's just, how do you, uh, fill that void of loneliness? Exactly. Now, is it, you're looking for a relationship or you're just looking not to be lonely? Like you're just looking for like a, a, another friend or something like that. 
before, a couple months ago, I want to say it was more the loneliness part, but now I am looking for a relationship as time okay. has passed. I would say that this is a, there's a benefit to this that I think that you sort of see there in, in the sense that this is a fantastic opportunity to grow as an individual. Um, so maybe you're not a person next time who's going to get into a snap relationship that you find out way too late that maybe you didn't even love this girl. These are all things mm-hmm. that these are all, all things that you need to that you need to work on, you know, sit and think about, you know, how that even happened to you. Like, what were you looking for then? And what was going on then that you, you know, jumped into something and convinced yourself that this was, you know, something that it wasn't. And why did you hang on so long? Like, these are all questions and things things that you can figure out and you can only figure them out on your own. You can't figure these things out uh, while you're with somebody. If you jumped into another relationship, because you're probably going to make the same mistake again. Yeah, that does sound very true, actually. <laughs> and and wanting to get into that relationship or the, the feeling of not wanting to be alone in your in your own head is probably because you got stuff to figure out that you're not ready to deal with yet. Yeah. And I would suggest doing that work before jumping into another relationship. I know having somebody around and jumping into a relationship right away is great because you got somebody around who, you know, is squishy and they smell good and all those other great things. You have fun with. Right. You have fun with. But, you know, how do you know you're not making the same mistake? How do you know that you're only looking for somebody so you don't have to sit alone in your own head and figure out why that relationship the first time around was so bad? Yeah. I yeah. say you need to, to stay on the same trajectory that you are right now with your new job, with working out, with working on yourself, because you don't want to rush into a, another relationship, much like your last one. Not saying that you rushed into that, but you didn't realize all those things that you realized until after you guys broke up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, being alone, I mean, God, you know, some people are very comfortable being alone. Others are not. Some people are very comfortable being single. Others are not. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to figure out who definitively who you are. And when you when you start looking for a relationship, OK, the you, you can't go looking for something just to alleviate boredom. You can't go looking for something just so you don't have to sit in your own head. You can't go looking for a relationship to just be a distraction. Uh, if you're going to do it, you got to be in the right headspace. And I would just take this time to be to be that person, to be that person who's willing yeah. to go in 100% and be vulnerable and, you know, let whatever happens, happens. Uh, and that it's not some sort of distraction and it's not a way for you to not deal with the things that you got to deal with. Because getting into a relationship and finding out afterwards that, hey, maybe I didn't even really love her. That's like, that's something that should be figured out very early on. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be in a position where you're convincing yourself during a relationship that you're somebody that you're not. Definitely. That makes a lot of sense. That's yeah. what I'd say anyway, man. And keep working out. Is he cute, Maury? He's, Maury says you're very cute. So I don't think <laughs> I don't I don't think you're gonna I don't think you're gonna have a problem, you know, there. But uh, but just you just take no. Uh, do you have shirtless? Like, let me look at the man shirtless. Yeah. How much you bench right now, bro? Uh, right now I'm at 145. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, good one. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna judge your shirtless. Do you put shirtless pictures on Instagram? Yeah, but I have to quite a bit. Maury's not Maury. really. Okay, um, but if you believe me, bro, if you've ever done it once, Maury's going to find it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, it's not one time in 2015. <laughs> okay. okay, my Instagram is mostly. Trouble. Oh, look at that! You got a big old tattoo, huh? Yeah, yeah. and I got uh, more. What is that? What did you get? Like a clock tattooed on your body? Yeah, and it's uh, yeah. What it's, is it? 11.15. What? What's the significance wow, Maury, of the of, on, a, of, a, of the eleven fifteen uh, clock? It's actually, it's 11.16, and it's actually my mom's birthday. Oh, there you oh, go. Oh, dude, See? that's so nice. Yeah. Well, 
Yeah, that's a big tattoo. Maury just hit like on it, so you'll get that notification in a sec. Uh, but listen, I, I, I think that uh, I, I think you're going to be okay. I think that you just take this time and, and being with yourself and being in your own head. Um, look at it as a gift. Look at this. Look at this as an opportunity because mm -hmm. you 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 may not get this opportunity again if you get into a relationship and you find somebody you like to just really sit by yourself and uh, and and do some work on you, man. Yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I wasn't looking at that yeah. way. Nobody, nobody needs to hear from you. Anymore, no, I'm just saying, Maury. being alone okay. sometimes is pretty awesome. Maury, you're married and you live in 400 square feet <laughs> with another human being. No, but I'm saying, when you're alone, you get to eat what you want, wear what you want. Yeah. Okay, yeah, don't take Maury's advice. Okay, <laughs> you should always be able to eat what you want and wear what you want, Maury. <laughs> All the best to you, Gavin. Thanks very much for reaching out. Good luck, buddy. All right. Thanks, guys. Take care. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Uh, 49 years ago, The Godfather was released. 1972. <sighs> Classic. Classic. Yesterday was what? Yesterday was Pretty Woman anniversary. Today's a Godfather anniversary. Yeah. Do you remember that story of um, Marlon Brando when he had... Uh, James Caan, was it James Caan? Stand in front of him with Bristol board taped to his shirt and they wrote Marlon Brando's lines. Hold on, what? Yeah, you don't remember that story? You never saw that picture? No. There's a picture because Marlon Brando was like super eccentric, right? Yeah. Like everything. He was just a, he was a, like a mad genius. Um, and I guess there was an issue with Marlon Brando memorizing his lines. Mm -hmm. Much like Johnny Depp and all those other people now where they wear an earpiece in their ear. Yeah. That's why we played the Johnny Depp school of acting. So the story went that um, Marlon Brando was that sort of same guy where I guess he just wouldn't memorize his lines or for whatever reason. I may be getting the actual reason wrong. But there's a, there's a there's a famous picture. <laughs> there's a famous picture of them doing a scene yeah. where Marlon Brando is sitting in a chair and James Caan is in front of him. And they have a piece of like Bristol board taped to his shirt because he's standing in front of Marlon Brando. And all Marlon Brando's lines are written on the piece of Bristol board that's attached to James Conn's shirt. And you would have to shoot that. Well, it was just for his scene. It was just for his singles, right? Like no, they were I know, shooting... but you would have to shoot it in a way where you maybe you see, like, Marlon Brando's eyes. Oh, they don't care. But you can't see, like, him reading it, you know? Like, maybe they <laughs> no, kind of look uh, no. like a top-down shot almost no, bro, they on an angle. They don't They just care. didn't care. They They're like, as long as it's simple lines. They don't care. They don't care. Whether it looks like he was... Yeah, hold on here. Let me see if I can find this. I know there's a... There, there's a, It's like a super famous picture. Yeah, here it is here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who is it? Is it James Caan or is it... Is it no, that's not James Conn. No, no, no. That is, yeah, that, no, that's Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall? Yeah. And James Conn standing next to him. Yeah, but look at Robert Duvall's shirt. Yo, those are paragraphs, yeah, bro. Yeah, like paragraphs. <laughs> like they <laughs> That's not, that's not, I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. No, right? no, no. That is here. They wrote his entire, like, scene down. Like, yeah. small font, too. That's real small. <laughs> but yeah, you got to have 2020 for that. Yeah, I know. But could you imagine being like that where people just bend that way for you? Like, that's the way Hollywood, Hollywood's still like that. Yeah, where, where you're a big star. Yeah, where people just bend that way. Like, yeah. whatever you need. It's like a whatever you need. Like, like I just think back to, like, regular jobs i had where if it was like a whatever you need situation like uh -huh. nobody gets that kind of treatment no. nobody nobody refuses to do the thing that they're paid millions of dollars to do right and then everybody else around them just bends and then the next thing you know like you're very talented person like the guy you're in this with your co-star he's got to yeah. stand there with paper attached to his shirt with yeah. your work like back in the on day his shirt when i was working <laughs> at the bay in the kids department and baby furniture right yes. i got to a point where 
I could like assemble a crib yeah. or a stroller without looking at the instructions and do right. it in like record time. Good for you. Right? Good for you. But there's no way. You were the hell. Marlon Brando of baby furniture? Yeah. Yeah, that's like, hot. There's no way. That's sexy. I could have gone to my <laughs> boss, Linda, and said, I think it was Linda, and said to her, hey, Linda, yeah. I just crushed like 10 strollers today. Yeah. No instructions. Took right. me like 30 minutes. Can right. I get an extra five on my break today? Right. Yeah. No, this is, no, this is what it would be like. It's not even that. It would be like this. If you were really, really good at putting baby furniture together, yeah. right, baby cribs, okay, and then you just flat out refused, so, but they still needed you to do it. This is the equivalent of somebody standing behind you, holding onto your wrists, and moving your hands to put the furniture yeah. together. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't care what's like, happening. Like, Today, these peg pregos are yes, getting done. exactly. That's what this is. That's the equivalent of standing there with your lines uh, attached to your shirt like they had to do for Marlon Brando and wow, the Godfather. Wow, that's incredible. But yeah, again, man. it's just not lines. It's paragraphs. It's paragraphs, for God's sake. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the Billie Eilish blonde hair flip. Yeah. That post did like... I was going to say something that made me sound real old, so I'm not going to say that. What? I was going to say, say I was going to say that post at Gangbusters. <laughs> <laughs> well, too late you said it. I know. I shouldn't have. The picture. Where does that, where does that, that, that phrase come from anyway? I don't know. It's, it I assume all of those things come from some sort of racist connotation, right? Yeah. Everything. All of those sayings that your grandparents use that you just sort of every now and then whip. I, I assume everything has some old racist history. That's why I don't use sayings anymore. Okay. Right? So it did gangbusters. It did gangbusters. <laughs> hey, real quick, quick yes. before you continue. Yes. Real hair, you think? Or you think that's a wig? I, like think a video? Real, I think it's real hair. I don't know. Real? I mean, I, I could be wrong. I mean, to me, it looked like real hair. It flipped yeah. like real hair. But wigs are so good now. I know. You I have don't a feeling even, it's a wig. You can't even tell a wig anymore. I'm not it mad at it. Very, it seemed very, uh, like, volu not voluptuous, volumed. Yeah. You know what I mean? The term gangbusters. Oh, no, more. Oh, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Honestly, I don't want to know. Okay. I don't want to know. Send okay. it to me. Go send it to me in an email right now. Go no, but I want to say it to see your reaction. No, go send it to me in the link. No, no, no. I don't want you to say it on the radio. <laughs> you know, no, go, it's, no, go no, in. It's no, not no, racist. No, no, no. It's, it's not, not racist. racist. Okay, what is it? It's from a 1940s radio crime drama. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> That's why that you're so a, excited. Yeah. Nobody loves a 1940s crime drama like Damon Maury. Yeah. Um, I swear Maury's older than you, huh? <laughs> I know. That's like you said. He's a time traveler, <laughs> right? That was too time, like gangbusters. <laughs> yeah, he knew that too fast. I know exactly where that comes from. <laughs> 1942. <laughs> I was there. WPKW. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, the picture immediately became one of the 10 most liked posts on Instagram with over 19 million likes. Puts it at number four on the list. What? The hair flip. The really? Billie Eilish as a blonde. And that's is, only a couple it, of days old. Yeah, Billie Eilish as a blonde was uh, became the number four um, most liked post on Instagram. Oh, okay. So what's three, two, and one? Okay. So um, here we go. Is a post by Kim Kardashian in the top four? Uh, no. Is a post by Kylie Jenner in the top four? Uh, no. Is a post by Selena Gomez in the top four? Um, no. So it was uh, the announcement of uh, Chadwick Boseman's death. Okay. At uh, five with 19 mil. Um, Billy's hair flip, 19.3 mil. Third place was Cristiano Ronaldo's post uh, about remembrance for Diego uh, Maradona. Yeah. And then you have XXX Tentacion's final post. 
Oh, wow. Okay. It's an upside down picture of him with the caption, Love is War. That yeah. is 23.8 million. Wow. And number one, the top spot with like not even close, 54.9 million. Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift. No, bro, it's still that egg. That damn egg? Yes. <laughs> the little brown egg? Yeah, the little brown egg is still number one. <laughs> Excellent. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. You have that clip of um, Meghan Markle and Harry talking to Oprah in there. I want you to play that for everybody real okay. quick. So this was during the big Oprah interview when they were at Harry and Meghan's house and they were in the chicken coop when mm-hmm. Meghan revealed that they were actually married three days before the big ceremony that we all watched on television. Three days before our wedding, we got married. Ah. No one knows that, but we called the archbishop and we just said, look, this thing, this spectacle is for the world, but we want our union between us. So like the vows that we have framed in our room are just the two of us in our backyard with the Archbishop of Canterbury. And, oh. and that was the piece that... Just the three of us. Just the, just, really, just the three of us. Just the three of us. However, now the General Register's office has now revealed that the wedding certificate, Meghan and Harry's wedding certificate... Yeah for the first time, proving that they did not do that and that oh. their wedding was actually May 19, 2018 in that big giant ceremony at Windsor Castle. So who's lying? Uh, the official who drew up the license says that Megan is, quote, obviously confused and clearly misinformed over the wedding. Stephen Borton, former uh, chief, cl- chief clerk of the faculty office, said they did not marry three days earlier in front of the Archbishop of Canterbury. He goes on to say, what I suspect they did was exchange some simple vows they had perhaps written themselves, which is... Oh. In a f- which is which is now fashionable and said that in front of the archbishop or it was a simple rehearsal. The account has been dismissed by Mr. Bolton, who said also, was it not legal according to the marriage certificate, but it would not have been legal because they're not actually permitted to do a wedding at Nottingham Cottage. Also, there were no witnesses at the ceremony that would have happened three days before, so the wedding wouldn't have been legal anyway. So maybe they did get together with the archbishop. They did the and, thing. And they did the thing, and they had a rehearsal, and they said their things, but they did not, according to everybody in the know, get married three days before. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Dude, I can't believe we didn't talk about this yesterday, what, but... What, 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 Did you what? end up watching Falcon and Winter Soldier? I did. On Disney Plus? I did. I enjoyed that 45 minutes more than I enjoyed four hours of Justice League. Absolutely. I enjoy anything more than Justice Justice League falls so far down on yeah. my list of things that I enjoy. Falcon and Winter Soldier was so good. Yeah. And... That new cap's making me nervous, though. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, God, here we go. You know that, uh, you know, I got yelled at on uh, somebody DM me. For what? On uh, on Instagram to yell at me for spoiling Grey's Anatomy. Again? But no, but they yelled at me for spoiling Grey's Anatomy because they heard it on the podcast. Oh. Well, a- when I said that DeLuca died, right? Yeah. Spoiler alert. That's a um, new problem. Okay. So they listened to the podcast, and I was like, well, man, don't listen to the next one because DeLuca's on with us talking about how they killed him. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be really disappointed in episode 238. Well, I don't think that we're, we're, we're spoiling too much for Falcon no, and Winter Soldier. No, it's really good. Because Disney Plus said that 
the first episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier ranks as the most watched series premiere ever for the streaming service. Well, they're a year old or something like that, though, right? During the opening weekend. Yeah. Um, they didn't give, like, total numbers, like, no viewership numbers. And they didn't say specifically, they didn't give numbers in comparison to opening weekend for WandaVision or right. opening weekend for Mandalorian seasons one, one and, and two. two. Yeah, All they yeah, said that yeah. it was the most watched. And then in relation to Falcon and Winter Soldier, WandaVision, and Mandalorian, actually season two of Mandalorian specifically, are the streaming services top three most watched weekend premieres. Right. Which yeah. is no surprise. No, no. And the show looks so huge. Like it just yeah. looks monster and it's a movie it's a marvel movie it, it, it really basically. it really is and watching george st pierre pop up in episode one spoiler alert. whatever <laughs> <laughs> stop it with that uh watching him pop up was really cool just that opening sequence too with like the helicopters and yeah. the, the the base jumping suits and all that stuff was was just incredible but uh, i have to i always have to go and talk to my brother about like these shows because he's a huge right. nerd and he knows the history of everything. Yeah. And I was like, so run me through the deal of this new cap. Uh-huh. And so he told me what he thinks is going to happen just based on what, don't on what say he anything. knows. Don't say no, anything. I won't. I because won't. My, my normal routine when I yes. watch any of these shows, right. Yeah. Is I will immediately go to YouTube right after. Right. And because when the show premieres at midnight, all the nerds watch it, and then they, they make their YouTube videos. They do. So I don't watch the episode until late Friday night. Right. So all their uploads are there, and I end up watching, like, two or three videos that explains that particular episode and some Easter eggs and, like, right. what certain characters uh, mean in the comic book world and where we may see the series yes. go. Yes. So I have, like, three videos bookmarked that right. I have not watched yet. Based on episode one. Is it weird that I asked them? Because the question I asked my brother when they yeah. introduced the new cap was, should I be worried about this guy? And the reason I asked that question was simply based on the fact that he's not good looking. <laughs> we can't really tell. He's wearing the mask. You can tell. He, Why? Because you can of tell. his nose I, and jaw? I, yeah, I think he's so not good looking that you can actually tell in the mask. They covered up the ugly. And to me, to me, that makes me nervous. Oh. <laughs> right? You're like, that's not my cap. <laughs> that's not my cap. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Did you see that poor girl pass out on Idol last night? No. Oh, my God, dude. Like... From emotion? So, yeah, I think, I don't know whether it was just like emotion or nerves, but her name was Funky and, or Funke. And she was, it was like duet night. So she was up there with her partner, uh, this other girl named Rhonda, and they, they were singing together. And then while Lionel Richie is giving them their critique, you can see her sort of start to sway back and forth. Yeah. And then it all just plays out on the show. So watch. You haven't seen this before, right? No. Watch this right now. And Funke, you got yourself to the end. And it, the problem is. The oh, my God. Oh, my God, dude. Can you believe that? Are you okay? Are you okay? okay? Her face, like, yeah. hit the floor. Yeah. She went forward with her arms, like, at her sides. Like, they didn't come out. Like, she was blacked out before she hit because 
There wasn't even the instinct to put her hands out to try and even brace her fall. Yeah. Like, she went down face first and just hit the deck. Oh, my God. Now, do you think that they, do you think that they upped that sound? Absolutely. You think so, right? Yeah, I think they did I, I don't that. know how I feel about that. But, yeah, she busted her chin open and... I had the exact same thing. I immediately was like, like all the life just came out of her. Holy. When she hit the deck. So she, what? She was like just overwhelmed. She was just, yeah, I guess. With emotion I, yeah, and just being in the yeah, moment and stuff. Yeah, and she's a beautiful singer too. What's that, more? They said on the screen during the episode that she was treated for dehydration. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but she's a beautiful singer. I deliver some news, so I thought I should deliver it to you. What we were going to say is, both of you deserve to go through. Right? Oh, wow. Yeah, so they both so got I through. I know congratulations. Okay, I know that was traumatic. Yeah. Okay, but we're here for you. We're family. Oh, and all okay. the judges are there with oh, her. Oh, uh, my God. God. Take and check her out. With her, her partner, with Rhonda there. She's gonna come yeah. Tomorrow, and she's gonna be she didn't break anything. Oh, man, that's so sad. Right? That is but shocking, I, though. I don't know how I feel, though, about because rewind it back for a second if you can, because go back. I think it's at five minutes. Yeah. And, and, and listen, because I don't know if you needed to, like, it almost sounded like they put a sound effect in. Let me see. The problem is. Oh, God. Right? Like, you can't even look at it. No. It's I can't watch. So, I can't watch somebody no. fall face first like that. No. But, but she is, she's okay. Uh, they they had said, and her and Rhonda oh. both are going to go on. She's more than okay. She had a viewing party on Instagram last oh, night. Oh, did she? Yes. Oh. Okay. So she's fine then. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. the next round. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Okay, Roz, I have an honest question to ask you. Okay. If somebody has something in their teeth, should you tell them? If somebody has something in their teeth, should you tell them? I haven't thought about having something in my teeth in a very long time because I have a mask on all the time. Yeah, true. Right? And I'm totally like, I I didn't even brush the other day when I had to go to the grocery store. I had just eaten um, uh, a bagel too. Yeah, but I feel as though if you eat onions... The smell comes through the mask. Yeah, but it only offends you, though, which I'm fine with. <laughs> uh, okay, so the question is what? What do you want to know from me? If somebody has something in their teeth, should you tell them? If somebody has something in their teeth, should you tell them? Yeah, I do, but oh, I'll, I'll do you it. have something in your teeth. But I'll do oh. it subtly. Oh, okay, okay uh, sorry. How should I have done that? I see. I tell Mocha he's got stuff in his teeth all the time. Because chances are, I always have <laughs> something he's in always, my teeth. He's always eating. I'm always eating. He's, and of he's got to eat doing. quick to right get here. on the radio. Right there. Where? Which one? I don't even see it. God, your teeth are white. Here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bastards. Oh, what is that? Look at those things. Mm. Now, now, what do you do? Do you suck on it a little to see what it tastes like afterwards? To see what it is? <laughs> yeah, but what no. if it's a pumpernickel seed? <laughs> it's not a pumpernickel seed. Yeah, speaking of, I that saw... That is, I think, strawberry oh. or blueberry. Oh, that's a good second time around. It'll be, uh, I don't understand pumpernickel. I saw a loaf of pumpernickel in the uh, grocery store the other day. This stupid brown little brick. Yeah. Right? Who the hell eats that? Which is pumpernickel again? It's like... Are it's, you confusing pumpernickel with rye? No. Rye is... No, no, no. No. It, pumpernickel, it came in this, like, it was in a brick. It was a, like, like five inch by five inch brick, thinly sliced, super dark, nasty looking bread. Right? People eat that. Mm, I don't know if I like that one. No, people eat that. I don't pumpernickel, understand pumpernickel. See, bread has its food that goes with it. See, pumpernickel is great. 
for smoked salmon. But what? No. Gross. God, you that love smoked was, salmon more that, than anybody anytime, I know. Any, anytime. We've said this before. Anytime we start talking about food, <laughs> Maury will always find a way to interject smoked salmon yeah. into whatever conversation we're having. I, I could be talking about a popsicle and Maury would go, you know what goes good with a popsicle? Yeah. <laughs> smoked salmon. Which, by the way, was on sale. Smokes, nobody cares. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's DM Deep Dive. Things get weird in three, two, one. Hello, Deepa. Hello. So, How are Deepa, you? what's going on in the uh, Roz and Mocha DMs today? Okay, first comment comes from Carly Gladstone. Um, so, I think this is for Mocha. Today was the first time I heard about your night terrors. I used to have them as a kid all the time, and I would speak in another language that no one could identify. Whenever it happened, my sisters would cry and run into the room because they were afraid of me. Oh, wow. I mean, during my night terrors, I only scream and moan and yell. Yeah. I've never had an experience where I'm talking, like, gen- A, gen- talking or no. B, talking. But so no actual words, though. Like, no, In like, oh, my language. God, no, or no. get out, or... Oh, my God, I had a night terror. Why does that hurt? <gasps> you did? What was it about? Yeah. yeah, I don't know, but I remember it was 1130, and Jenna was like, she just, like, hit me. She's like, it's happening again. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. She's used to it, though. She is. Yeah. I didn't, we didn't even watch anything. Why weird doesn't last she night? ever record you? Um, Why hasn't that ever happened? How do we not ever? Like, how do we not a ever? Good wife? No. Oh. Yeah. Maybe. Because <laughs> <laughs> she loves me. Yeah. I was, I was so she close, Deepa. I was she so close. Want to be mean. I was so close to getting this recorded. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was so close. Okay. Next. Oh, can I share a night terror with you? Actually, yes. it's actually my worst one that I've ever had. So I Did was this happen having, recently or this is like a couple years back. Okay. Um, I was having a dream that I was in a dark basement sitting across from this ventriloquist doll and there was a light that was swinging back and forth and her and I are having like a full like a full on conversation with the doll. With yeah. the doll. Okay. And then all of a sudden I start hearing like demonic growls and like chanting and I wake up out of my sleep and I have sleep paralysis. And I'm kind of like gaining consciousness. And then I hear the voice in real life. Yeah. And I was like, am I being possessed right now? I watch a lot of paranormal stuff. So I'm like, okay. am I attracting this energy to me? What was the voice saying? It was a, it was a different Just, language. It okay. was probably like, I want to say Latin. But sure. whatever you hear in horror movies, like when like a demon approaches or whatever, that's yes. what it sounded like. So then I shook out of my like sleep, sleep paralysis. And then I realized it was coming from outside my house. So I crawl to my windowsill and I peer out and there's a man in the middle of the road. There's a church across from our house. Mm -hmm. He has a top hat on, all black trench coat. He has a book in his hand and he's doing quarter turns in the middle of the street, like chanting at the church. Hold on, this is real life? This is real life. Oh my God. This is real life. This happened outside of our house. Yeah. So, um... And he's doing quarter turns and he's just yelling and it's this deep growl and it's terrifying. So then like I ran to my parents' room. I was like, mom and dad, there's like a man chanting outside of my room. And they're like, what are you talking about? So my dad goes and he comes back. He's like, oh yeah, there's a man chanting outside of Deepa's oh room. God. And he was there for about a good hour or so. And then he got on a bus at like three o'clock in the morning. There's nobody else on the bus except for the bus driver. So he got on and left. And I was like, what just happened? Like, you I need, could not sleep after need, that. It was terrifying. You need a bow and arrow. A bow and arrow? <laughs> yeah. It's a bit, that was an old school. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. Prayers. 
like, I would sell the house. I would. This neighborhood is ruined now. We could. I would no longer be able to oh, to 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 sleep. I've got stories. Yeah, about about your stories house? of paranormal If I lived stuff. in front of a church and then that was happening in the middle of the night, I'm just. There's plenty of other beautiful neighborhoods in this city that you can live. I'm not living in front of a church, and I'm not living in front of a church where guys in top hats chant in Latin uh, <laughs> at night while I'm sleeping. It wasn't it's one just, time it, thing. It's not happening. I have to tell you. Okay. You're probably not going to believe this, okay? okay? But there was one time. I'm going to believe your story, I'm sure, as much as I believe the okay? story. What? There was a one Which time. Is zero. What? <laughs> I, it was, I think I was in either high school or college, right? Yeah. And I'll never forget this dream. But don't laugh. But I had an out-of-body experience. Oh, God. I believe it. Okay? So I saw myself. I was floating over my own body yeah. in my room, and I could see myself sleeping. And I was saying, my like, over my body, I was telling myself to wake up. What? Are you serious? Yes. I swear, guys, this happened to me. That sounds yeah. terrifying. I swear. You could, you have, do you want to entertain this? I that believe Deepa? it. You believe this? Why don't you you believe? believe that? Yeah, 100%. Why oh, don't you you're one of those. Yes. Yeah. You're one of those. Can we do one more? One more DM? Yeah, yeah, why not? Oh, this one's perfect. This what? comes from Haley. Roz, why are you so complainy? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, the DMs Thanks. are wide open. Send in your Thanks. DMs and we're going to read them every day. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. George Siegel died, huh? Who's that again? He George Siegel. Where do I know him from? Uh, you'll know his voice. Uh, Maury, come in here. Maury's a. Uh, Do you ever watch the Goldbergs? I did not. You no. did not. He was also in. God, what else was he in? He's done like I don't know, like a hundred movies or something like that. But he's, he's the grandfather Siegel. in the Goldbergs, Pops. right? Pops. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's the best thing on that show. Yeah. Oh, this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, That guy, he was in, if you remember, Look Who's Talking. Yes, yes. Right? He was in Look Who's Talking. Yes. Right? He was uh, the kid's real dad. Yeah. He was also in talking. Just Shoot Me. Yeah, he was, in Just, he was in Just Shoot Me. What was that show again? I don't know that That one. was Just Shoot Me was David Spade? No. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, no, the guy with the whose name starts with an R, Rob Schneider. No, David Spade. One of them. Just shoot. Those me. two are the same to Robert me. Robert Spade. <laughs> yeah. Who's Robert Spade? Either Rob Schneider or David Spade. Oh. What is it? What is it? It's what David Spade. Yeah, David Spade, David Spade okay. was in just, in just shoot me. I always get just shoot me confused with um, news radio, which was uh, Phil Hartman. All oh, those guys yeah. when when they were handing out sitcoms to all those guys from SNL, yeah, it was so confusing for a yeah, while. Yeah. It was so confusing for a while. But uh, George Siegel passed away. He was eighty-seven years old. Like we said, he's done like I don't even know, like a hundred or something like that. Last... Different TV shows. Was it just movies. old age, or is it like another? No, no, no he had heart complications after oh. surgery, right? Yeah, bypass surgery. Bypass surgery. Yeah. Um, yeah. His last episode of The Goldbergs will air April seventh. Really? Listen here. Play the play the montage of him. This is like some of the best grumpy grandfather of all grumpy grandfathers. Just because she's French doesn't mean she'll make out with you. I beg to differ, actually. In my experience, the French demoiselle is very adventurous. What's her name again? 
Fanny. Oh, that's a layup. Score. Pops. What? She's named after a butt. We need to be on our best behavior. That means no dirty jokes, no limericks, no lewd comments. This party sounds like a real drag. I wear silk. It costs me a fortune. Little worms make it. Little worms make my clothes. Well, don't wear silk. You're lucky I don't punch you in the face right now. <laughs> is that best, huh? uh, what season is that show in now, Mark? Ninth. Is it really? Yeah. Wow, it's been, Goldberg's ever, been yeah, on that long. Yeah, have you ever watched it? No. No, it's really good. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's really good. I know Maury loves that show. Because it's my life. Yeah. They're, it's a Jewish family, and they're in the 80s. Right. Well, not all Jewish families in the 80s is your life, I mean. No, no I'm saying I, I every, like, it's <laughs> yeah, total, I, I totally no. relate to this yeah, show. No, so are they going to no, continue, I like, I wonder how they're going to explain, or they'll just, like, naturally work it into Adam, the show where... Oh, Adam yeah, F. Goldberg, who the show is based on, because they the show actually, everything that happens in the show actually happened in his life, mm -hmm. and he tweeted yesterday that they will be paying tribute to him. Yeah. yeah. So he's going to have to obviously write something different. Oh, man, so they got to yeah, kill him off, sucks. I guess. Yeah, it sucks. Anyway, um, uh, the uh, pops from uh, the Goldbergs passed away. 87 years old. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Big anniversary Ooh. to celebrate today, Roz. Which I am so, am so excited. What are we celebrating? Today oh, yeah? is the 16 year anniversary since the debut of The Office on NBC. Oof. Still one of my all time favorite shows. Even though I, I continuously watch whenever I can on Netflix when I literally have nothing else to watch. Mm -hmm. There are multiple networks who are syndicating it now. And I'll still watch. My wife and I will still watch in the evening. 16 years. Jeez. Uh, you know Adam Scott, who is from Parks and Rec? If you see his face, you'll know. Yes. Right? This guy here? Yes. Funny guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, He's the guy that, uh, oh, you wouldn't know. You ever seen um, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty? No. No? He's awesome in it. Is he? Well, he, no, he's a terrible human being in oh. it, but he's good in it. Yeah, yes. I like him a lot. So Adam Scott, he, believe it or not, auditioned originally for the part of Jim. Really? Huh? Yeah. Seth Rogen was almost cast as Dwight Schrute. Also, Jim was supposed to audition for the role of Dwight, but he convinced the Jesus. casting director okay. to let him read for Jim. Oh, wow. God, I hate these stories. Because now I try and picture it, and I just can't. Eric Stone Street from Modern Family Cam? Yeah. He auditioned for the role of Kevin in accounting. Really? Yeah. And then Angela, also in accounting. Yeah. Before getting the role of Angela, okay. she originally auditioned for the role Don't of say Pam. Pam. Don't say Pam. No way. Yeah. And get really? this. Steve Carell was not the original Michael Scott. Who was the original Michael Scott? Bob Odenkirk. Saul? Saul. Yes. Really, huh? Better call Saul. He was originally cast for the role of Michael Scott, and then it went wow. to Steve Carell. Yeah, I can't see any of that, especially the Angela as Pam, because I don't... Because everything she's done since then is she's always a version of Angela. Yeah, completely. Like, even when you listen to the podcast and you hear them talk, like, she just sounds like Angela yeah, she all does. the time, right? Uh, season one, they filmed inside of an actual office in California. Okay. And then as the show got better, or bigger, I guess, they then moved the production to an actual soundstage. Okay. And they had to replicate that office 
and they made everything exactly the same. Oh, so really, in season huh? one, they yeah. were really in a building, really in a real office. Yeah, and then beyond uh, from season two onwards, yeah. they filmed, they replicated the office. Huh. And one thing that I found out is that because they wanted to to have like a real kind of office vibe, right? So thirty minutes before they were to start shooting any of the scenes, yeah. all the characters showed up and they sat at their desks and they had working computers, and for thirty minutes they had to like pretend that they were working really and for season one they didn't have the internet <laughs> so they were like playing solitaire or like writing stuff on word documents right. and then pam said at one point when they finally got internet she was like updating her myspace page and she would write notes to fans to be like hey uh if you're reading this, just know right now we are filming really, season whatever, huh? and here's what's going to happen in the episode. And then somebody would get up and go burn popcorn in the microwave in the kitchen, right? Yeah. Just like a real office? <laughs> just like a real office. Yeah. But today is the uh, is a 16-year anniversary since the debut of the first episode of The Office, named The Pilot. Jeez. <laughs> I remember this. Like when Michael comes out of his office and he's introducing the camera to like various people yes. around the office. Yes. And he says this about Pam. Ah, this is our receptionist, Pam. Pam, Pam, Pam. Pam Beasley. Uh, Pam has been with us um, for forever. Right, Pam? Well, I don't know. If you think she's cute now, you should have seen her a couple of years ago. What? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and it was also the first episode where we get the first mention of assistant to the regional manager. Right. Now, I know there are some rumors out there, and I just kind of want to set the record. Uh, 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 I'm assistant regional manager. I should know first. Assistant to the regional manager. Yeah, okay. Um, can you just tell me, please? Just tell me well, quietly. I'm about to tell whisper it in my ear? I'm just about please. to tell everyone. Can't you okay. just tell us? Please. Okay. Do you want me to tell them? You don't know what it is. <laughs> so can you I'm, tell them? With my permission. I don't need permission, permission. Brad. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that show so much. So sad. Happy 16th anniversary to The Office. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hey, Carrie. Welcome to The Roz and Mocha Show. How are you? Hi. How are you? I'm good. What's up? I have a bit of a predicament. Um, how can I get money for my baby daddy? How can you get money from your baby daddy? Oh, my God. Yeah. You wrote us this. Razamoke fixed my life. Uh, I dated my childhood best friend, but unfortunately, he ended up cheating on me while I was pregnant. After we broke up, I only reached out to him with updates of my pregnancy. Now that my son is born, he still hasn't come to see him, which is his choice. I can't force him to, but he hasn't contributed financially or with anything for that matter. I've tried to speak to him before the baby was born and after to work something out, but he refused to see or speak to me over the phone. Uh, I don't know what else to do at this point. I appreciate your input on uh, any of this. Have you talked to a lawyer? Uh, not yet. Yeah. I was trying to avoid going, you know, uh, going to that extent. I, I wanted to do something by yourself, but... If it's come to that point, then I guess I have to. I think yeah. you're at that point. I think you are most definitely uh, in need of a lawyer right now. So this guy, your ex-best friend or your ex, your baby daddy, he just mm -hmm. like wants nothing to do with you guys whatsoever? He tells one, like he says that he does, he'll answer sometimes, but then he, it's one thing, he says one thing, but then does another. Mm-hmm. 
Um, is he accepting that this is his kid? Like you guys aren't going through any sort of this. It's not mine. No, right? no, no. Okay. He knows. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. With situations like this, like, like the way that I understand it and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but the way that I understand it is that uh, access and visitation and child support payments are two different things. Meaning you can't deny access to the baby daddy, even if he's not mm. paying child support. Right. So you can't play that card. Um, if he wants to see the kid, you, you have to arrange some sort of access for him to see the kid, regardless of Absolutely. what he's, regardless of what he's paying or not. Those are two separate issues. Yeah. And it sounds like yeah. you're open to that, right? Yeah, no, no. I've been yeah. open. I've like, I've tried to keep the peace, been very, I've been trying. How to, how to get how to get somebody to to want to be a dad is a far greater and more difficult challenge than getting money. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's yeah. if it's the the if it's the if it's the the financial support that you guys need, you need to speak with a lawyer because I don't think reasoning. It doesn't sound to me anyway that that that. You, you know, he's even offering like at this point, if he wanted to, he would be offering, he would be saying, what do you need? What do you need from me? And then you guys yeah. would work out some sort of some sort of agreement. But you really need somebody who's going to come in and make sure it's all done right. Because what winds up happening is that you guys are going to agree to something and then he's going to call you and he's like, hey, listen, I had a slow month. I didn't make as much money, so on and so forth. And it's going to be this ongoing thing, negotiation and conversation and everything that you guys do is just going to be based around money money, money, money. Um, and you need help with that. You need somebody who is going to come in and figure all of this stuff out. That's what they do. There are, um, people who this is all they do is to figure out situations like the one you're in. I know you're hesitant to want to get a lawyer because that's a little, it just seems official and, and sort of dirty and all of that stuff. You want to just wants to try to keep the peace. Yeah. But I don't, that's all I do. (laughs) But it's yeah. not about keeping the peace, right? It's it's about the it's about your your kid and you got to sort of sort this out one at a time and if what you need most right now is the help financially then that's what you guys have to figure out. Mm-hmm. That's very true, yeah. Yeah, so I I wouldn't I wouldn't look at I wouldn't be so hesitant to go and find somebody to help you out uh legally with this. That's what that's what these organizations are and sort of people are that's why they're there they're there to fix these situations as best they can okay yeah all right carrie all right guys thank you so much i really appreciate the uh, input and help how uh how's everything at home though how's uh how's your son he's good um i know you guys hear this all the time but uh we've been listening to you forever and while i was pregnant i and i couldn't go to sleep because he was so big um (laughs) well i would always be listening to you guys and now that he's here i still play the podcast and he recognizes your voice and he keeps calm. Aww. I put music on. He kind of like, he, he gets a little fussy. I put the podcast. He's good. And he's good again. Yeah. Huh? Oh, that's yeah. amazing. So how old is he now? Yeah. He's going to be two months. Two Aww. months. Oh, that's so a little, little baby. Yeah. New. Oh, that's oh, yeah. so sweet. Hey, do you have help though? Because I don't want to let you go if you don't like. Do you have? Are your parents involved? Do you have people there who are who are able to help you? Yeah, I um um you know. My mother was a single mother, so I kind of always wanted to avoid being in a situation like that. But I think, you know, life throws curveballs and I believe like you can, you get stuff that you can handle. So I believe that I grew up in a single household for that reason. And not that I wanted to be a single parent, but um, I know how it feels and I know what it takes. So it's, I have my mother's support, luckily. Okay. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, it was great talking to you, Carrie. Hope we uh, we helped a little bit. You guys did. Thank you very, very much. I really appreciate it. 
Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Tyler Posey from Teen Wolf and more famously now on OnlyFans has been keeping busy lately as he's working on music and just released a new song called Shut Up. We welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show, the one, the only, Mr. Tyler Posey. How you doing, bro? I'm good, man. Thank you for that intro. It was very sweet. You've had one of the most interesting COVIDs for any celebrity, I think, in existence. <laughs> Duh. Elaborate. Well, I mean, we all we all wanted to try new things, right? Some people made bread, learned to sew. You <laughs> went on OnlyFans and not only used it, what OnlyFans a lot of people think is intended for, which is all the nudity stuff, but you've used this thing as like a confessional and, and a new way to connect with people. Like, and I can only imagine that people in your organization, managers and agents are like, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, not, not at this point. When I first started with OnlyFans, I had this other group of managers that had that reaction. They were yeah. like, what the f*** are you doing? What, 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 why are you doing this? You need to stop right now. And uh, my manager now uh, is this awesome manager. And uh, he's got this great clientele. And he actually was the one who gave me the pitch for OnlyFans. So right now, my team is, you know, really supportive of the whole entire thing. And he helped kind of drive me to get to OnlyFans. Prior to starting up OnlyFans going on there, what was the goal then compared to, like, right now? Um, just trying to do stuff that's, like, that I'm proud of, artistic, you know, give give the fans something that's worth what they're paying for. Um, you know, which, you know, I, I, I'm already doing that on the website, but I'm still just kind of like trying to make it unique and entertaining and, uh, stuff that I'm, you know, stoked about. And I'm still trying to figure that out. Fans want everything and they want all access all the time. And like, there's just this desire and you are somebody who is fully capable of doing that. But at what point do you say, man, I feel like today, or I feel like this week that I've just given too much. Oh, dude, all the time. All the time? Okay. <laughs> yeah, the thing about OnlyFans is that, like, I'm I'm not very prude, and I tend to um, act on impulse a lot, you know? That's not yeah. good. Uh, so so I don't really have a filter, so it's given me the, the opportunity to kind of go over the top with some things and, and go into detail where I don't really need to go into detail about, you know, coming out or certain things sexual sexually and uh so i'm you know kind of every single day i'm always like god i wish i didn't do that or i wish i just kind of held back a little bit more but it's a learning curve dude you know i'm figuring it out but how do you find how do you find time to do other stuff because it seems like it's so consuming to me to have to maintain that and that kind of responsibility how do you do other stuff like how do you find to then go and, and flick the switch and be creative with like writing a song. So, I mean, yeah, OnlyFans is pretty consuming. I just did a shoot for it yesterday, but uh, I've got a team that helps me out kind of like schedule, like when to post stuff. And so it's not, I'm not like alone on the website, which is very nice. You got somebody um, but- in your organization that tells you when to take your shirt off. I need that guy. I need somebody in my organization that does that. <laughs> I got a guy for you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> We're chatting with Tyler Posey right now on the Raza Mocha Show. 
Well, so was it during quarantine that you also started to uh, venture into into music? I know music's been a part of your life for a long time, but uh, writing, for example, this new song, "Shut Up." Yeah, I mean, so this this song started during quarantine, but I I've been I've been recording music with my producer John Feldman for about two and a half years now. Yeah. Um, I've released some stuff under my old band name, which was Five North, and now I'm going solo because my drummer stuck in Australia because of COVID, and then I've just kind of like taken the initiative to write most of the stuff on my own um recently so that's why i'm releasing it under like a solo project under my name so the fact that COVID happened didn't really uh inspire that now you mentioned uh, being being inspired so the song shut up is about somebody uh do you talk about who that person is and if so does that person know that that song is about them uh yeah it's kind of about my ex you know so it's 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 about like so i got sober during quarantine and it's it's really just about kind of like my experiences being sober, kind of dealing with newly found depression while sober. Because when I was depressed before, I would just turn to substances and get stoned, get drunk or whatever. But as I was sober, you know, I was kind of like sitting with depression for the first time. And so that's really what the song is about. The mm. the X is just a catalyst to gotcha. kind of what, you know what I'm talking about, to get to that point. So it's about an X for sure. Um, and they might know who, that, that it's about them. They, they, they texted me not too long ago and said it's a great song. So, <laughs> <laughs> Are you still sober? Uh, I, I'm not, you know, I, I definitely wanted to, um, figure out a routine and kind of some discipline for myself before I hopped back into not being sober anymore. Yeah. And it was never really a lifelong thing that I wanted to do. I just wanted to like develop a routine, um, which I have. And so coming back, you know, having a glass of wine every now and then, uh, smoke some weed at the, at the end of the night, you know, it's, uh, I, I definitely have a, a way better kind of cap over everything. With you being sort of open and vulnerable and talking about being sober and then not being sober and everything else, what's your take on the Demi Lovato documentary? Have you seen this? Have you read about this? Because she, I haven't. No, she what went. She went through a lot. I mean, she was you know meth and pills and 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 coke, but she refers to herself as California sober, which is you know no more meth, but you still smoke a little weed and drink every now and then. Well, I, I guess that's kind of where I'm at too. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't 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 hop down the meth train. Um, but, you know, there's still time. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you got managers, man. You can't yeah, say. Nobody's going to let you do that. You bro. can't say there's still time for meth. <laughs> you <laughs> have no time in your day, bro. You You're get, doing photo shoots right. for, for OnlyFans. Even if I wanted to, I would have no time to, to, to do it, you know. So. Can you have a relationship now with as, with as open as you are, whether it be through music or OnlyFans? Can you be in a, are you a hard guy to date? Uh, No, I don't think I am. I'm in the best relationship I've ever been in my entire life, you know, I, and uh, we're super supportive of each other are constantly kind of like doing being honest in a way that we weren't in other relationships. And so there's just something about this relationship that does feel like it's the best one in my life. So, yeah, I, I, I have time for a relationship, you know, <laughs> Tyler Posey. Uh, we appreciate your time, brother. Thank you so much for, for yeah. joining us today on the Roz and Mocha show. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Right Take, care, Take it easy. The Roz and Mocha show podcast podcast. Hello? Hey, it's Roz Amoka. Hi. Hi, what's your name? Kara. Kara texted Roz. Yeah. Uh, instead of me telling Roz what you said in text, why don't you just tell him yourself, Kara? Oh, I just said, um, can someone please tell Roz that I really loved his suit on ET Canada last night? Oh, yeah. I don't even know what yeah. I was wearing. What was I wearing? Uh, like, a, uh, like a powder blue uh, jacket. Jacket, yeah. Or like white underneath. Oh, yeah. it was, no, it was actually light pink, my shirt. 
Oh. Yes, it was very, very pale pink. Oh, yes. oh, it came out as white on my TV. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it looked really good. I really liked it. Wow. Well, thank you. You know, I sit, I, I, I was wearing like um, shorts. Were you really? Yeah. That was going to be my question. Ask that. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Yesterday I was wearing shorts. Do you wonder that all the time, Kara, when you're watching Roz on ET Canada, whether or not he's wearing pants? Yes. Yeah. I do, all the time. I've done it in underpants. Uh huh. Right? Who have yeah. you talked to? Like, what famous person would we all know that you've talked to where you're just wearing a dress shirt and suit jacket, makeup done, hair did, everything, mm-hmm. but you're in your underwear? Wesley Snipes. No, you did not. Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tidy whities or like boxer briefs? Uh, I don't even remember. Probably, I don't know, maybe just like regular briefs. Regular <laughs> now, briefs. Do you think Wesley Snipes was in his underwear too? Uh, he might have been. <laughs> yeah, I like to think that he was. I like to think that he was. No, no, because I remember that day specifically beca- yeah. because I started off the day and I had a busy day and I was like, I don't want to, I wanted like, I wanted to give it my all. Sure. Right. And <laughs> But from and, the waist up? No, no. If I was fully done, like oh, I had, okay. like I got dressed that day, and I I got everything done. Like I had, like cool jeans on and everything else. And yeah. I sat there, and I had to wait so bloody long to talk to uh, Wesley Snipes that I started to get very uncomfortable because I haven't worn tight jeans in forever. Uh-huh. But they keep coming on telling you he's going to be right there, he's going to be right there, he's going to be right there. And I didn't want to miss it, but I knew I couldn't sit there any longer in that agony. So I cut my mic for a second, took my pants off. Okay, So not only not only did I interview Wesley Snipe with no pants on, yeah. but my pants were around my ankles. No. Right? Like you didn't not, fully take them off? No, no. <laughs> That's so weird. That's, That's so weird. Right? Weird. Yeah, they were around my ankles. I'd not even folded on the chair beside me. They were still. They were still yeah, around. Yeah, but Kara, there's, there's still a difference between your your pants around your ankles when you're on the toilet yeah. versus when you're <laughs> sitting at a table about to interview Wesley Snipes. Yeah. I know. Don't you ever think like not worry, but does it ever pop in your mind like what if one day you're talking to one of these celebrities yeah. and they're like, yo. I love your outfit today. Why don't you just stand yeah. up? Let me see, like, what the whole drip looks like. <laughs> Please. As if. As no, like, if. Like, one day that As may happen. If. Nobody, what happens if that... First of all, nobody nobody cares enough about me to ever ask that. You okay? never know, I'm pretty man. safe. And also, if the neighbors are seeing this through the window, I don't even need to worry about that because if you look through a window and your neighbor is sitting at the kitchen table with his pants around his ankles with the computer open in front of him... <laughs> Okay, you know exactly what they're doing, and you like it's none of my business. You don't obviously think, oh, he's talking to Wesley Snipes, <laughs> right? Kara, uh, love yeah, you lots. That's what happened. Thank you very much for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show. Love you too. Thank you. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's DM Deep Dive. Our DM is where all the weird lives. All right, this has been fun, hasn't it, Roz? Yes, always fun. Uh, Deepa is here one more time. <laughs> Could you be a little bit more enthusiastic? Oh, no, no, I love. Listen, don't get me wrong. I love. I love seeing Deepa. Um, but Deepa is in charge of our DMs, and so what you write us, then Deepa brings to the show, and then you ask us all the questions and everything else, all the nonsense that's going on in the DMs. So I love seeing Deepa, sometimes not the DMs. Okay, Okay, fair. does that make sense? I'm glad there was clarification because okay. my feelings were a little no, bit no, 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 no. You know how I feel about you. I think you're incredible. 
Uh, oh, okay, so you. go ahead. What's going on in the DMs? Okay, Brooke wants to say, can we all just agree that it's a recording of Roz yelling, let's do the news? Again, Is this, this an ongoing thing that people are always confused about? Yeah, um, yeah people think that it's either a... A recording yes. or B, that it's not actually Roz, right. that it's me because I'm the one that does all the yelling mm-hmm. on the show. Right. right? Yeah. And so we can definitively say to everybody right now the let's do the news portion is yelled out by me. Roz. Thank you. By, by me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. um, um, we've had to do videos of this. Maury put together, he had to put together a whole montage of like 50 times of me yelling let's do the news because people think it's either A, Mocha, or B, recorded. Mm-hmm. It is not. It is said every single time we do it, three times a show, I yell it out. Mocha sits there and says nothing. Or that could just be a deep fake video. Oh, oh my gosh, yeah, like Mocha, real please stop right? Anyway, anyway, anyway. Stop do you it. have to like drink lemon water to soothe your throat no, before I don't. you do the scream? Is no. there a process? Well, actually, thank you for your concern. I really appreciate You're it. Welcome. And nobody ever asked how I'm doing. Yeah, how I'm, are you? I'm like, I'm like <laughs> Meghan Markle. I'm suddenly taken aback because somebody asked how I am. <laughs> Holy. <laughs> are you silent or are you being silent? No, stop it. <laughs> okay, what else you got? Uh, um, the next comment comes from Jewel. She says, I can't stop picturing Roz in a bathtub. What is wow. it? You know what? <laughs> all of our DMs are about you, huh? I, that's terrible. No, but they're not nice. I would no, rather they're, they, And they're they, all they, like, they're yeah. all trolling. Um, yeah, so it, it's not a pretty sight. I'll be honest with you. Me in a bathtub. Really? It's not good. No. Why not? Because well, I don't fit, right? So I look like a monster. Like, <laughs> but but the but the, I try when I try and get in. I, I I have to try and get certain parts wet, and then not all the parts fit. So the parts that stick up out of the water. What part sticks up out are, of the water? <laughs> <laughs> like, a very small part. Okay, shut up. What's the matter with you? I I don't want to do this anymore. I don't like this show anymore. Right? No, it's not like it's very difficult for me. Some people can Sorry. lie in a tub. Some people can line a tub and look sexy and look sensual and Fair. everything else, or relaxed. Yeah. I don't. If I okay, if I I look like you know when you see pictures of people bathing babies in kitchen sinks, mm-hmm. right? So if I want my legs to be under the water, my entire torso from waist up is out of the water. <laughs> if I want my body in the water, my legs are sticking straight up and they're and they're, they're resting on the wall, oh, and it's no. all just like just wet hair just dripping everywhere, right? Like there's no, and getting in and out of the bath, I'm so afraid that I'm going to slip and hurt myself that I get out of the bath by leaning forward and putting both my hands on the edge of the bath and slowly putting one leg over at a time. Like it's... It's Cat. not good. That's a process. If you're afraid of slipping, you should get life alert. You know the thing that you just hit and says, oh, I have fallen. And then, you just, and then it solves all your problems. Like the thing that old people use? Yeah. yeah thanks, Are Deepa. you approaching? No, I don't like this anymore. <laughs> I really don't. This is a what huge, else we got? What else we got? I'm, I'm just trying to help. It's a huge mistake. Uh, the next one comes from Greg. He says, I've been eating hot dogs and peanut butter for years. Oh, Best way to eat butter? them. Is if the dogs are boiled. That sounds disgusting. Uh, no, I like a boiled hot dog. No, yeah, don't but I don't know. Peanut putting, butter. I don't know about, yeah, I think we can all agree. That's a peanut lot of sodium. Yeah, no, that's thanks. a lot of sodium. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a good What's idea. What's Greg? Uh, Greg, yeah. Greg, yeah, you enjoy that, Greg. Yeah. So, Not but for does, me. Does, it, do you, does Greg put it in a bun or does he just, is it hot dogs with a side of peanut butter? And I you, assume. And you eat it with a fork and knife. No, I assume you take the peanut butter and you put it on top of the hot dog while it's in the bun. Yeah. That's what I would assume. Like it's a condiment, right? Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys ever tried? I went to this place. Mm-hmm. There's a French dog. It's a croissant. On the inside, it's your hot dog with blueberry jam. 
and brie cheese. Mm, no. <gasps> no, you have to try no. it. Even I was like, not sure about this, but when you try it, it's so good. It's I'm, sweet and salty. I'm a bit of a hot dog purist, mm. right? Um, hot dog in a croissant, I'll take if there's no buns available. But I draw the line at blueberry jam. Oh, yeah. so and no. not only that, I love, don't get me wrong, I love brie, but brie on a hot dog is no. just a If no. I'm going to put cheese like yeah. on a hot dog, I'll use like maybe a little bit of parm or traditional. Parm? Yeah, wow. or like a traditional Fancy. cheddar. I'll I just get some really? shredded cheddar. Yeah. Do you melt it? Do you melt it on it? Uh, it'll, I just let it melt mm-hmm. on its own. Two, yeah. There's only two cheeses that should ever wind up on a hot dog. Which are? Processed yeah. or whiz. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's it. I don't know. That's I, it. I don't think I can have cheese whiz anymore. That's no. it. I haven't had it in that's years. It. Melt I don't it think up. I could. Melt it up, pour it right on oh my there. God, that so what terrible. was this? What was this um, brie and blueberry jam hot dog croissant like? Was it, was it good? Everything yeah. that was that's amazing in life. Really? It was sweet. It was salty. It was creamy. It was like what? Did... It's a dessert dog, really. <laughs> oh no, no thanks. No, come on, you have to try <laughs> no, it. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I'll bring it one day. I'll change your mind. Uh, our DMs are wide open. <laughs> Just Google search dog. for for Ross and Mocha, and uh, you'll find all of our social channels. That's where you go and hit us up in the DMs. And Deepa is checking them every single. Day and we'll read them to you every single day. Thank you, Deepa. You're welcome. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Would the world go crazy if Taylor Swift and Katy Perry did a song together? Mm. Yes, is the answer. Would they go crazy? For sure. There was a clip last night, you have it there, of Katy Perry saying just that. So it was, they were doing duets all night on American Idol. Yeah. And Katy Perry said something talking about duets and collaborating and made mention of how incredible it would be if she were to do something with Taylor. Can you imagine if Taylor and I worked together, what we could do? Okay. So Hmm. now what everybody is clamoring for is... They want Taylor's version, which is the re-recordings of all her stuff. Yeah. They want Bad Blood featuring Katy Perry. Oh, wow. Okay. Right? Okay. I'm here for that. Okay. That was a good song. I like that song. Yeah. That would be crazy, though. But remember when, I don't know how long ago it was, a year and a half, maybe two years now? Yeah. When the two of them kind of like reconciled and they became friends again? Yes. I wonder from that time until now how they weren't able to get schedules together to put out a song. I don't, I don't think that it was ever a priority for them. I don't think that the... Or they were just cool with like being friends yeah, again. Yeah, I think, I think that because if you remember what happened was they both had to <clears throat> change their entire trajectory and Katy Perry basically had to throw out that entire album yeah. and the way that she was promoting her album because... Um, Taylor was on a tear and just musically and everything else. And when Katy Perry released her record where she was taking shots at Taylor Swift, and that's how she promoted the whole thing. It was this, I'm not taking any crap. This is like, it was, it was revenge at that point. And if you remember, that's when the shooting happened at the Ariana Grande concert or the bombing. 
Right. And everything changed. Everybody's attitude. Every, everything changed. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody's attitude changed. And, and you, she just came across as like a mean girl. And you couldn't do that. And you couldn't. Katy Perry had to abandon everything that she was doing to promote that record. Yeah. And then after that is when everything changed. Everything in that sort of pop world, all those feuds, everything else just went away. And I forgot it was because of the Ariana Grande right, shooting. It was right after that. It was right yeah. after that. That's exactly that's exactly when it happened wow. because the pettiness was no longer relevant. Yeah. Right. It was it was no longer relevant, and that's how they were promoting both of their both of their things. Um, but it was after that. But now I know what you're talking about. It's like didn't one of them send somebody cookies? Like one of them sent the other one cookies. Katy yes. Perry, like. But I thought it, it they was, were like hanging out, not, not just. And send, she might have been there. Like I she might have come she, over like, to drop off cookies. cookies to yeah, her. I think that that's what it was. And then they took that photo yeah. where it was like Katy Perry's nails. Something like that. We're in that. the photo, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, people yeah, matched yeah. up. We're like, oh my God, Katy Perry was at Taylor Swift's place. Right. Here's all the evidence. Exactly. Here's the countertop. Other... I recognize that countertop. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Here's, yes, what yes. Ka- here's what Taylor Swift's kitchen looks like. That's the exact same kitchen. <laughs> countertop from the kitchen in the photo yes so that, anyway so that is uh, Katy Perry said that last night on Idol could you imagine what Taylor and I could do if we were to do something together and now all the fans are one I'm reading one tweet right now it goes American Idol if you're all are just using this to hype up your show I'm coming there and I'm going to burn your whole building down oh wow <laughs> <laughs> serious the Roz and Mocha show podcast podcast hey Mocha yeah are you ready man uh-huh. let's do the news a Roz and Mocha Show and Kiss 92.5 News Break. Uh, the Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres Show has lost one million viewers. What? A so million? This is Damn. since her. This is since her apology when she came back after the allegations of a toxic workplace environment. Uh, viewers did turn tune into that apology. So her premiere when she did that got gangbuster ratings then it's dropped drastically Hmm. so ellen at her best was doing 2.6 million right now she's averaging 1.5 million damn the show has lost more than a million viewers which translates to 43 percent so ellen is no longer in the same league as what were her rivals so dr phil Live with Kelly and Ryan. So Dr. Phil, 2.5 million. Live with Kelly and Ryan, 2.7 million. Now she is in the group of Maury Povich. Oh, wow. 1.4. Kelly Clarkson, 1.3. Rachel Ray, 1.2. Tamron Hall, 1.1. Even Jerry Springer's former security guard, Steve Wilkos. Oh, no. 1.1. She's in the realm of Steve? Yeah, she's in Steve Wilkos land. Now, yeah, that's how much of a drop it was. So yeah, she was sitting she around. Getting, is that show over now? It's I don't know. Over, huh? Nah, and they won't. They won't be over. They no, got, no, no. no. Um, but uh, but two point. She went from two point six to one point five. Damn. Who who watches Steve Wilkos? I honestly didn't know that that show was still on. Right? Is it just people still come on a fist fight? Is that is that the is that what they do on that yeah, show? Yeah, like, it's pretty much. It's like Jerry Springer two point Right, but it's just fake people come on with fake stories and then they just do oh, fake yeah. drama and they fist fight yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and everything else. Right? Yeah. That's the show still. Yeah, of course. That's still around. People yeah. watch that. God, it's wild. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, so there's UFOs. We know this, right? Yeah, of course. Especially, and I don't know how we all just slept on this over the last year, 
Well, COVID, man. I guess during COVID, we all had other stuff going on. But, yeah, like Zoom meetings. But they've like people have come out and like really smart people who are involved in organizations and have been former directors of this and high-ranking officials in that. And they've yeah. all come out to say that, you know, yeah, spaceships are real. We have the tech and we test it out every now and then and so on and so forth. And it, we just, I thought when I was a kid that they, that we found out that aliens existed, that the world was going to stop. And the, everything that we do from that point on was going to change as a collective global society. Nothing changed. No. It's the same sightings. Nothing Just changed. Nobody cared. Different things that we're seeing. And no one's causing uh, any kind of noise. So this is the former director of national intelligence, a guy named uh, John Radcliffe. Listen to this. Frankly, there are a lot more sightings than have been made public. Some of those have been declassified. When we talk about sightings, we're talking about objects that have been seen by Navy or Air Force pilots or have been picked up by satellite imagery that, um, uh, frankly, um, engage in actions that are difficult to explain, that um, movements that... Uh, that are hard to replicate, that we don't have the technology for, or traveling at speeds that, you know, exceed the sound barrier without a, a sonic boom. So, in short, things that we are observing that are difficult to explain. At this point, mm -hmm. I feel like the aliens are just trolling us now. Yeah. I feel like they're just coming into the atmosphere, they're hanging out just long enough for us to see, and then they dip. And then they go back to their alien planet and they all laugh at us. Like, we got those jabronis again. But why don't they just show us the thing? Like, if they're talking, like if John Ratcliffe is talking this freely, right? Yeah. Like, just show us the thing. Show me the ship. I think show we're me getting the guy. There. I think we're getting there. I think we're getting close. Even, even just the hand. Like, like, just show me the hand. We're getting more. No, that's going to scare people. We're getting closer to them showing us some sort of technology. Yeah. I feel like we are. I don't know. Like, did you see that one photo of the triangle yeah the rounded edges triangle it was yeah. gray that came out of the water yeah that one of the pilots saw yeah. yeah that's legit i know we should all be like in our basements right now freaking no. out i think if the aliens were going to do something they would have done it a long time ago <sighs> i think they're just i think we're just a joke to them now no, we, like look at these idiots exactly that's even more terrifying well wait till we blow them I up would, i would much prefer them be terrified of us them terrified of us? Yes. My, I don't think much so. prefer that. I don't think so. I think that they, they know what they're doing. Well, they're smart. They've never gone up against the United States of America. <laughs> USA! <laughs> USA! <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, Debbie Lovato teased a uh, clip of the track that she has with Ariana Grande. Now, when I say tease, this goes into the category of teases that we have been sent or pulled or somebody has posted that shouldn't be considered teases. This shouldn't even be in the same category as what you would normally consider to be a tease. Uh, this is uh, Demi Lovato, Ariana Grande. The track is allegedly called Madam Last Night. Okay, that's it. Oh, that sounds like the... The, but, intro, the Stranger Things intro. But was that even a clip of the song, or was that just the song that she used in the post? That's I don't what, know. Yeah. Okay, I don't on. know. Hold on. Hold I on. don't know. Hold on. I met him last night. Yes, 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 I met him last night. Yo, that sounds like a banger right there. Right? <laughs>
<laughs> You're welcome, Demi Honestly, Lovato. Honestly, if, it, if it goes like that, yeah. Like, yeah. What? What? I'm going to die. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello, it's Roz and Mocha. I just wanted to say that if the Demi Lovato song doesn't sound like what you guys sing, I'm going to be really disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I know you Honestly. should. Honestly. You should flood. Uh, you should flood her timeline with that. <laughs> I'm going to like. I just don't want her to like get upset or anything. But I think you guys stole the song. Yeah. I well. Yeah. Listen, we have our ways. We're we're yeah, not we're not. Say, I know we're not saying that this is what it's exactly going to sound like. Well, maybe you should call her like producer or something but if it's, it's not too late. But it's very. It changes. It's very close. All right. Well, have a good day. Wait, wait, Hold on. Wait. Wait. Before you. Before we let you go. Yeah. You want to hear uh, want to hear a little bit more of uh, Met Him Last Night? Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Here we go. Of course. Yes, I, yes, I met him last night. 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 That's a banger right there. Honestly, it's a banger. Yeah. Thank you, Mario. It's a hit. Welcome. You don't sound that enthusiastic about it, Ross. No, I don't know. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres on her show gave an update on her wife, Portia de Rossi's um, emergency appendectomy. Listen to this. I'm laying in bed and I'm like conking out. Then I hear something and I look over and Portia's not in bed next to me. And I call out, are you okay? And I hear, uh. So then I get out of bed and I find Portia on the floor on all fours. And I'm like, Baby, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm okay. And I said, well, you're okay if you're playing Twister by yourself, but you're, you're not okay. You're on the floor. Anyway, so uh, she, I rush her to the ER, and we're driving, and she's in so much pain, and I'm worried about her. And I don't know what's wrong with her because, as you know, I grew up Christian science, so my best guess was a demon. I don't know. So, um, Come on now. The next morning, they call, and they said, it's the appendix. We have to take the appendix out. I am happy to report Portia is feeling much better now. Um, yep. She's, uh, she's home. Uh, not Oliver. She left her appendix at the hospital. No, uh, the appendix, I'm going to auction off the appendix for charity. Um, I'm kidding. I'm gonna, it's it's going to go on eBay. And, uh... There you go. Also, Ellen's uh, ratings have uh, dropped significantly since her apology episode where she had to come out and address the allegations of a toxic work environment. Uh, before that, Ellen was sitting around 2.6 million people uh, per episode. Now she has dipped to 1.5. That was a 43% decline. Basically, she's lost Yikes. a million viewers uh, because of that, So, which means that Ellen is no longer in the world of daytime talk with the heavyweights like Dr. Phil and live with Kelly and Ryan, who Dr. Phil gets about 2.5 every day. Uh, Kelly and Ryan sit at about 2.7. Now she's in the world of Maury Povich, Kelly Clarkson, Rachel Ray, Tamron Hall, and uh, Jerry Springer's former security guard, Steve Wilkos, oh, who pulls in 1.1. I didn't even know that guy's show was still on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's rough, huh? They're all like, welcome, welcome to our world, <laughs> Ellen. <laughs> Stay a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. Once you get here, it's tough to get oh, out. Oh, yeah. It's tough. It's tough. That's good. That is a that is a substantial drop yeah. in uh, in ratings. When you go from 2.6 to, to 1.5, you lose a million viewers because the allegations. That's incredible. What if the network is worried at all? Well, she's syndicated, right? Uh-huh. So they just do the show and then people just buy the show. 
Like yeah. it's just the way it is. But I don't know how long those deals last, and so on and so forth. So this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Well, it looks like Netflix is going to be doing away with binging. What? So the people that started it all are now, it looks like anyway, moving away from it. So uh, maybe this is just for their reality shows. I don't know. But the the Circle and Too Hot to Handle are premiering in April and June. Yes. And they announced that the Circle, when it first premieres on April 14th, they're going to drop four episodes with additional episodes happening on April 21st, April 28th, and then May 5th. And Too Hot to Handle will follow a similar pattern. So, not, so I can't watch the whole thing in a weekend? Not all at once. Oh, they, man. They say this. We're experimenting with the release format so you have time to dissect and dish on every step of the competition as it unfolds. So they want you to – they want to get what – What Disney does, I guess. What, 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 what you got with Mandalorian, you know – they could have released Mandalorian and Baby Yoda could have trended like crazy for one weekend. Yeah. But instead they got Baby Yoda trending every single week for eight weeks. Mm-hmm. And it did wonders for the show. It turned that show into a monster. Same with WandaVision. Same with WandaVision. Right. Exactly. WandaVision, you, it would not, you get it, once a week. And- WandaVision would not have been nearly as impactful if you were able to watch it all unfold in one weekend. Yeah. Part of the great thing about WandaVision was being like, what the hell is going on with this show? Right? Yeah. So that's, that's what what they're doing with their reality stuff so the circle and too hot to handle are going to be kind of episodic maybe like two or three episodes at a time i don't know how I'm, you feel about that I, I don't mind i wonder if that's going to translate then with other shows other popular shows like if yeah. they using this as like a testing ground because a show like stranger things yeah when they drop that all episodes yeah. i will spend friday saturday sunday yeah. watching the entire season what if they did them over like three weeks where it was like three episodes per week i'm good with that yeah okay yeah, i'm all right with it. the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast the thought has always been among sports fans that referees try and insert themselves into a game to sort of control the outcome of a game. And basketball fans have thought this, football fans have thought this, hockey fans have thought this, where they start giving bogus penalties or they give one penalty that they're not confident about, so then they try and make it even. Either way, they try to be a part of the outcome of a game. Mm -hmm. And last night during the Predators-Red Wings game, one of the refs, Mike, was hot Okay, going into a commercial break. They had just given a penalty to the Predators. Yeah. And this is what people watching the game heard before the mic was cut. There wasn't much, but I wanted to get a penalty against Nashville early in the... He said there what? wasn't much. Listen to it again. Listen to it again. There wasn't much, but I wanted to get a penalty against Nashville early in the... And then they cut it. So he says there wasn't much, but I wanted to give a penalty to Nashville early in the, and then they cut it. And it went in the game, I guess, or the period, whatever, whatever it was, because it was kind of a bogus penalty too that they, that they called. Yeah. So that right there is one ref talking to another ref about how they called something just because they wanted it to affect the game, I guess. And uh, it wasn't much, but I wanted to get a penalty against Nashville early in the... Oh, right? Yeah, like I've heard um, 
especially in the NBA, refs not handing out um, fouls yeah. to like star players of sure. the team because sure. you don't want to do that yeah. to that star player to affect their stats or their minutes played or anything mm-hmm. like that. Right? Uh, Elliot Friedman uh, said, hard to say where this goes over the next day or so, <laughs> but the NHL is definitely looking into the hot mic incidents, discussing a penalty on the uh, Detroit Nashville <laughs> game. They announced it like, yo, refs aren't going to be mic'd anymore. <laughs> Well, that's the thing, right? They never used to be, yeah. right? They never, they never used to be. That's crazy. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, someone in Toronto just paid six hundred thousand dollars for a digital house. What? Okay, so these are back to the NFTs that we were talking about, the non-fungible tokens, yes. right? Remember somebody sold a piece of art for $69 million. Uh, another guy sold a digital fart that he was for $150. NFTs are, they don't actually exist. This thing that's created doesn't actually exist. Okay. You get the file. It's not even that the file, it's like you get the digital footprint of this thing. Uh It's like you, like you own the original. Yeah. Like Jack Dorsey sold his first tweet ever. So somebody owns that digital chain of how that thing exists. So they now own it, although they don't have anything that they own. The uh-huh. tweet still sits there on his feed, but yeah. somebody now owns that tweet. So there's an artist named um, Krista Kim, and she designed something called Mars House, and it's a mansion that has floor-to-ceiling windows, beautiful mountain views, hot Italian furniture, mm. lots of space for entertaining, inside and outdoors, Yeah, but it, the house doesn't actually exist, okay? Like, it, it's not an actual thing. So the best you could hope for is to experience the house through some sort of like VR headset or 3D file. That's stupid. But somebody just paid $616,000 for a house that doesn't exist. So how am I supposed to feel how that Italian sofa feels like when I lay on it and yeah. not, feel like, not have it feel like my Ikea couch? Right. You, you can't. Know? Yeah, you can't at all. So that's where this world is going now is that people are snapping up. I mean, I thought somebody selling a, a digital fart mm. was excessive. How am I supposed to know what the beautiful <laughs> shower right. you don't. feels like in that mansion Correct. and not the twenty nine ninety nine Moen faucet I bought at Home Depot? Exactly, exactly. That's in my own the, home. Yes. Right. Well, the difference is, is that you paid $620,000 for this house. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Right, like you, you should see the views, man. You got beautiful views now. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but this is the world. This is this is the world. This is the world now. These these uh, like how NF, am I supposed these to NFTs are incredible. I don't know. Like walking out, yes, the front door. You don't. It's right? not about and seeing that. The beautiful mountains. It's not about that. And not in reality stepping it's out the claim. front door. It's not and a, no. Seeing Susan and John's house across it the street. It is not about that. And if you want to go even farther, uh, Tesla now is accepting bitcoins for their cars. No, they are yes, not. Yes, they are. Seriously? On their website, you can now click pay with Bitcoin. It takes about six days to process the payment. You know that um, uh, Elon Musk, he's, he changed the title of the company. He's not CEO anymore. Oh, God. Is it something ridiculous? Yeah, Techno King. Stop it. Yeah, yeah. No, he didn't. Yeah, yes, he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he said that you can now buy Tesla with Bitcoin. And very important to this is that Bitcoin, he says, will not be transferred into regular currency. It will stay Bitcoin. So this is huh. a way this is a way to gobble up Bitcoin and now have your customers paying the transfer fees. Hmm. 
right? So if you're looking to gobble up Bitcoin and you have a product like Tesla that you want to sell, your customers then pay all the transfer fees to transfer you Bitcoin. They get a car and you get all the Bitcoin. And that's why he's the techno king. Exactly. (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Name the Kardashian sisters for me, please, Mocha. Okay. Top of the dome. Not 100% sure if this is right. Okay. Because I'm not really like following the show or anything. All right, baby. But you got Kim. Yes. You got Chloe. Yes. You got Courtney. Yes. You got Kylie. Gotcha. You got Kendall. Uh huh. Okay. Go back to the top again. You got Kim. Kim. Yeah. Chloe. Got who? Chloe. Who? Chloe Kardashian. Who's that? One of the sisters. Okay. Let me tell you something. The one that was like with Lamar Odom and then According to Andy Cohen. Yes. Everybody has been saying Chloe's name wrong this whole time. Oh, God, not this. Okay, so this is Andy Cohen on The Tonight Show the other night. We've all been pronouncing her name wrong this whole time. It's Chloe. Chloe is the name. There's a little accent over the name. And so I went and interviewed the Kardashians at Chloe's house. Wait, wait, I'm so sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Sorry. Sorry, Sorry, but. Yeah, I'm sorry too, but. Call her. I will call her. I walked in, I go, Chloe, and the other women go, Excuse me? And Chris said, Yeah, that's actually really how it's pronounced. Oh, come on. But if you watch a show, which I don't, but I know people who do. Okay, what, that's what I want to know. What do they say on they the show? They say Chloe. They say Chloe on the show. Yes, nobody says Chloe. Right. Okay. It's Chloe. But maybe from what when, I've heard from people who watch the show. Okay, but is there a chance, knowing the show as well as you do, just simply by asking other people who watch the show? Yes. Is there a chance, though, that this is one of those situations where the name is actually pronounced Chloe. She was named Chloe by Chris at the time, right? Is yeah. there, is there, or I guess, no, she wouldn't have been. It would have been, yeah, 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 by, by Chris at the time, Rob Kardashian. Is there a chance that, and then it just becomes Chloe because it's just easier because that's the name that everybody uses. But is there a chance that it actually could be Chloe? Sure. Okay. But we all know. Right. It's Chloe because okay. they all say Chloe. Okay. From what I've heard from people who watch the show. Okay. But not you though. No. Okay. I ain't got time for that. At all. Okay. No. Name the sisters again. You got Kim. Yeah. Chloe. Thank you. <laughs> Courtney. Yeah. Kyle. Yeah. And Kendall. A. Right. Okay. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Disney is releasing Black Widow and Cruella on Disney Plus and in theaters on the same day when those two movies are released. Uh, Cruella is sticking with its May 28th premiere date. However, Black Widow has been pushed back yet again uh, from May 7th to July 9th. So fourth time, I think, right? I think fifth or sixth time, actually. You know what? I'm down. Yeah. And I know, like, I'm already a subscriber of Disney Plus, yeah. and I know you got to pay extra. Yeah. But knowing that I'll get these brand new movies from the comfort of my own home. How much do they charge for these when they, when they, I think that's like 35 bucks or really, 29 huh? bucks, something like that. Yeah. I may be down with that. I'll too. do that. Yeah. I'll for sure. I'll, yeah. I'll definitely pay for Cruella, and I'll definitely pay for, yeah. I don't know why people were, were dogging that Black Cruella Girl. trailer. I thought that that movie looks, I thought it looks awesome. Yeah. I'm down for that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Michael Keaton has not fully committed to playing Batman in the Flash movie that is coming up. I know that that was the rumor is that they were going to do in the Flash. They were going to sort of do like their version of a multiverse kind of thing where there was going to be multiple Batman in the movie and that 
Michael Keaton was in going the to be one of them. Batmans. Right. Okay. That there was going to be multiple Batmans yeah. uh, in the movie and that Michael Keaton was going to be reprising his role and then possibly Ben Affleck as well to yeah. sort of do that whole thing. But uh, he has two concerns. One, his concerns are his age and shooting with COVID yeah. because a lot of these DC shows have decided to go to the UK to shoot. That's what they did with Justice League. That's what they did with Wonder Woman. Um, that's what they did with Jurassic Park. There's a lot of these movies that have been shooting elsewhere in the world like originally and then they all moved to the uk Uh, but also he's saying that he just has so many other projects on the go but it's got to the point where everybody just assumed that he was doing this because the story broke that michael keaton was going to be reprising his role as batman in the flash he says that he hasn't even seen a script let alone said yes to this Oh, weird. So I don't know how that gets but this that, far. But like, that story happened like how many months ago? It was months ago. Yeah. Right? But he said he doesn't even know if he has the time. He's got like four projects lined it's up like in a busy, row. Busy, busy, busy. Busy, busy, That's what you get. Hey, uh, question about yes, Justice League. Go ahead. The new, like the Zack Snyder that we... Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I will yeah. do my best to answer, bro. Spoiler I, alert, I because don't I don't even. understand the okay. very end with the scene with the Joker, right? Yes. Is that current, like that current timeline or did they jump to a different no is there a different timeline yes there is a difference. so So that takes place in a different timeline so the way that it was explained to me and i'm sure that somebody can correct me but the way that it was explained to me is that when you see the flash in that sort of future scene yeah he's wearing what was described to me as his like time traveling outfit where he can go super fast and alter time Mm. and this is part of the story where bruce wayne was i guess having these premonitions right and what those are are different sort of parallel parts in time where he goes to try and fix the same problem over and over again. And it doesn't work because if you remember in that one scene, Batman goes bad, mm-hmm. right? So Batman becomes evil for whatever reason. And then Bruce and the Joker mentions to Bruce that you just keep trying the same thing over and over and over again. So I think that that was one of these sort of parallel universe where this is him trying to accomplish the same goal. See, they should have made that clear. Right. I, uh, yeah. And like, I could be wrong. And I could be wrong. That's just the way it was explained to me. Yeah. I could be completely wrong. I'm sure that there's people who will text in and tell me how wrong I am. And if that's the case, I accept being wrong. But that's just the way that it was explained to me. I may have even got the explanation wrong. Okay? Okay. They should have said. Like, Batman should have looked around and been like, oh, oh man, bro. this alternate four, universe is crazy. Four hours. I shouldn't be confused about a movie. Right. You had four hours to make things clear. Somebody should have said. Right. Right? Like Joker should have said, Welcome Thank to the you. Thank you. Welcome to the future, Batman. Yeah. Welcome Batman. to this alternate universe. Also, that you just bad Joker. I, I like I like Jared Leto a lot. Bad yeah. Joker. Yeah. Not a good it was Joker. Terrible. Yeah. yeah, not good. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Name the Kardashian sisters for me, please, Mocha. Okay. Top of the dome. Not hundred percent sure if this is right. Okay. Because I'm not really like following the show or anything. All right, baby. But you got Kim, yes. you got Chloe, yes. you got Courtney, yes. you got Kylie, gotcha. you got Kendall. Uh-huh. Okay. Go back to the top again. You got Kim. Kim. Yeah. Chloe. Got who? Chloe. Who? Chloe Kardashian. Who's that? One of the sisters. Okay. Let me tell you. The something. one that was like with Lamar Odom and According then Thompson to Andy and, Cohen. Yes. Everybody has been saying Chloe's name wrong this whole time. Oh, God, not this. Okay, so this is Andy Cohen on The Tonight Show the other night. We've all been pronouncing your name wrong this whole time. It's Chloe. Chloe is the name. There's a little accent over the name. And so I went and interviewed the Kardashians at Chloe's house. Wait, wait, I'm so sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Sorry. Sorry, Sorry, but. Yeah, I'm sorry too, but. Call her. 
I will call See, her Chloe. I walked in, I go, Chloe, and the other women go, excuse me? And Chris said, yeah, that's actually really how it's pronounced. Oh, come on. But if you watch a show, which I don't, but I know people who do. Okay, what, that's what I want to know. What do they say on the show? They Chloe. They say Chloe on the show. Yes, nobody says Chloe. Right. Okay. That's Chloe. But maybe from what when, I've heard from people who watch the show. Okay, but is there a chance, knowing the show as well as you do, just simply by asking other people who watch the show? Yes. Is there a chance, though, that this is one of those situations where the name is actually pronounced Chloe? She was named Chloe by Chris at the time, right? Is yeah. there? Is there? Or I guess, no, she wouldn't have been. It would have been... Yeah, yeah, yeah. By, by Chris at the time, Rob Kardashian. Is there a chance that, and then it just becomes Chloe because it's just easier because that's the name that everybody uses. But is there a chance that it actually could be Chloe? Sure. Okay. But we all know. Right. It's Chloe because okay. they all say Chloe. Okay. From what I've heard from people who watch the show. Okay. But not you though. No. Okay. I ain't got time for that. At all. Okay. No. Name the sisters again. You got Kim. Yeah. Chloe. Thank you. <laughs> Courtney. Yeah. Kyle. Yeah. And Kendale. Right. Okay. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So Chrissy Teigen has quit Twitter. What happened? Um, <coughs> excuse me. She gets a lot of heat. Yeah. And unwarranted. Well, I mean, sometimes. No, a lot of people troll though. Like they. Oh they, my god. You know what yes. I mean? She's a, yes, but she does the, you know, she's the clapback queen, right? So it's this stupid relationship that you wind up. Yeah, it is. Uh, She said, hey, for 10 years, you guys have been my world. I honestly owe so much to uh, the world that we've created. I truly consider so many of you friends, but it's time for me to say goodbye. This no longer serves me as as positively as it serves me negatively. I think that it might be the right time to call something. Uh, She goes on to say, my life goal is to make people happy. The pain I feel uh, when I don't is too much for me. I've always been portrayed as the strong clapback girl, but I'm just not. My desire to be liked and fear of pissing people off has made me somebody I didn't sign up for and a different human than I started out here. She goes on to say, I've made many mistakes throughout the years in front of hundreds of thousands and have been held accountable for them. I've learned an incredible amount here. Um, God, I have, she says, God, I have said effed up S and killed myself over it as much as you've killed me. But one thing I have learned is how to block out. One thing I haven't learned is how to block out negativity. She gets killed a lot Mm -hmm. for being rich. Right. Right. And that privilege, having that privilege. Yeah. But it's like there was, there was one, let me see if I can find it here. Don't go to her Twitter. You can't find it. No, no. Hold on here. Oh, yeah. So it was like, it's stuff like what she tweeted. I don't know how long ago it was, but it's stuff like this that pissed people off when she tweeted, my maid scratched my new copper pots. Oh. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Poor you. And then, and then there was, there was this one. Um, She said, the dog pooped on the rug again, wet. I'm going to leave it, go to bed. And when the maid comes in the morning, I will pretend to start to clean it. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's stuff like that, that every time she does something, people dig up these things. Sure. Like this kind of, and, and it's she, like she deleted, I think it was like 
at one time, like 60,000 tweets or something like that. Seriously? Yeah, because people just, they like, it was a full-time job for people to go through Chrissy Teigen's old tweets yeah. and bring them back up and make her eat them, right? Like, that was what people did for sport. It was wild. And so she just tried to Yo, just clear also, house. Also, if I yeah. was your maid, yeah. I'd be hella pissed. Right? Like, how are you dogging <laughs> me like that on Twitter? <laughs> True that. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Chris Jenner is on the Ellen Show today, uh, and uh, the new episode of The Kardashians airs tonight. Mm -hmm. This is Chris uh, talking about uh, Kim. How's Kim doing? She's going through a, a, a tough time, so how is she? Kim's good. She's good. She's really, really busy working on all of her different um, projects that she's doing, and I don't know how she does it with all those grandbabies. She's... She's got a lot of energy, that kid. <laughs> wow. All right, then. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Tim Peel was the NHL ref that we heard yesterday who was caught on a hot mic talking about he how he gave Nashville uh, what seemed to be an unwarranted penalty to sort of shape the outcome of the game, maybe. I don't know. But this was that clip from yesterday. There wasn't much, but I wanted to get a... Penalty against yeah, Nashville early in the So he said there wasn't much, but I wanted to get a penalty against Nashville early in the, maybe early in the period, early in the, in the whatever, game, who knows. knows. Uh, but uh, Nashville's Matt Duchesne was uh, doing a radio interview yesterday, and these were his thoughts. I just think that can't happen. I mean, you got to, like, imagine, imagine the scenario where they score on that power play, we lose the game, and we miss the playoffs by a point. I, I don't think that's a, there's a place in hockey for that. You got to call the game. It doesn't. You can't even. I've always been frustrated when I see even up calls or if one team is earning earning power plays, you can't punish them because they're the other team is uh, is not. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that call was not a good call on RV. I mean, during the game, we're watching and we're like, what the heck was that? I mean, like that wasn't even close to a penalty. I mean, I hope there's that. That's not something that goes on with with more officials. But there's definitely nights where you're skeptical of it for sure. Such a hockey player. What the heck was yeah. that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what? not what you wanted to really say, though. What the heck was that? <laughs> I love that guy. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, controversial material is being scrubbed from the WWE Network. Uh, I guess this is all part of their new deal because they're moving it over to Peacock, the Peacock. NBC Peacock um, streaming service. Thank you very much. Um, one of the things that is uh, no longer available is a classic match uh, from uh, WrestleMania 6 in which Roddy Piper did half blackface when he was going to fight a black opponent. So there's Bad that. News Brown. Bad News Brown. Yeah. Yes. RIP? No, he's still alive, right? Bad no, News Brown? didn't Bad News Brown die? I thought he died. He? I don't know. He was the best, man. I love that uh, dude. Yeah. Come on now. Uh, and then also the clip of Vince McMahon famously, it's it always pops back up in a meme uh, using the N-word when walking beside um, Bro. John Cena that I one remember, time. I remember watching that moment live yeah. on Raw. Right. And even back then. 2005. I was shocked that that was able to air. On television, yes. yes, absolutely shocked. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God! So they got they getting rid of that. So that yeah, they're they're going through and they're scrubbing some of the more. Oh, what about um? They got to get that Booker T clip off then too. 
Which Booker T clip is that? What did he do? <laughs> he called he called Hulk Hogan the N word. Oh, right. <laughs> they got it like if they're going through and doing their research and scrubbing, like right. that one, absolutely. <laughs> but I understand why the McMahon one is more yes, you know, prevalent right now. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. But uh, but yeah, so they're going through and there's a lot of the the a lot of the stuff from the WWE archives that is questionable uh, when dealing with race and. I'm, I mean, let's not even talk about the way that they've treated women over the years oh, as far as the characters dude. go, right? Like, incredible. In those early days, like in the 90s yeah. and late 90s, yeah. there's like, some stuff on there. Like panty matches and stuff, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, it's not good. So anyway, the WWE is uh, sort of cleaning up their past. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, anybody who watched over the weekend Zack Snyder's Justice League, mm-hmm. all the scenes with the Flash yeah. and his dad in prison, right? Yeah. So they were talking like behind the glass on the phones. Um, in the movie, his dad is played by Billy Crudup. Yeah. Billy Crudup has now been replaced by Ron Livingston. Because Why? because Billy because all every all of these COVID delays messed everything up and we've been saying this for this year yeah. that what happens when you now everything got shut down and you're an actor and you had your sort of life you know your agreements in place yeah. that you were now going to be able to do all this stuff but the problem is that everybody decided to go back to work at the same time so you can't do everything so Billy's problem is that he has the morning show on Apple TV which they're filming season 2 which right now which they're filming season 2 which is a direct conflict to shooting the flash so he's oh, out no. at the yeah this is that and this sucks. is there's a lot of this happening so he's out at the flash uh, yeah. Ron Livingston is in which is great because I love Ron Livingston do you know who that guy is I'm Google him Google him right sure. now Google him right now he's great and he's going to fit right in with But you know what this does DC now world. He um Oh yeah, yeah I like right? Ron Livingston yeah. oh he's great yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um now Billy Crudup can't play Flash's dad in like if they decide to make a few like future flash movies or another justice league movie where they need the father right. there so he's the he's the ron livingston's the new mm. dad uh the flash isn't scheduled to hit theaters by the way until november 4th 2022 oh i'll make a note so Thank you. there you go the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast um lifetime has greenlit a third megan and harry movie no so yeah too so much pff, Please, man. So um, first there was uh, Harry and Meghan. Yeah. And then there was Harry and Meghan becoming royal. Yeah. And now there is Harry and Meghan escaping the palace. Oh, a trilogy. Excuse I like it. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they did. Um, it should just be Meghan and Harry, Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> right. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, the Oscar telecast is facing backlash for not allowing Zoom winners to be a part of the show. The mandate backlash is Backlash from who, though? Well, the public? Well, no. No. No nominees. Exactly. Right? So the problem is that you look at all these categories, like best foreign language film, all of this stuff. These people don't live, for the most part, in Los Angeles. There's a good oh, chance. Right. And a lot of these people live in countries right now where COVID is like third wave. Like they're going through hell right now. Yeah. And so even getting on a plane and trying to get down to Los Angeles is not even an option for them. It's not It's not like they don't want to. 
to, but it's not even an option for them. So when the Oscars came out and said, hey, we're not allowing people to accept stuff on, accept their awards on Zoom, I don't know, because it looks ugly or messy or whatever. We've all lived with They're, Zoom stuff exactly. though, for like over a year now. Th- this is them we just, get it. this is them flexing, saying we're better than everybody else, yeah. right? Is all, is all it is. So there's a lot of people right now, again, as we were just talking about, whose productions have now gone back into uh, like double time. And so there's a lot of actors and directors who are working yeah. that won't be able to fly to Los Angeles and if they need to do a quarantine or if they need to do a whatever else because then they have to go back on set where they follow COVID rules. Where you have to, when you go back, quarantine exactly. again before you can start working. Exactly, right? So and that's a problem. So it may be a very short telecast this year for the Academy Awards. Like an hour? Yeah, I'm hoping. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo down in New York allegedly got his family members preferential COVID testing. Man, oh, like this, no. he have you ever seen a politician start off a year as good as he did? That has just turned into an absolute disaster. So not now, man. So uh, Governor Cuomo and the health commissioner allegedly directed that members of the governor's family and big wigs with ties to his administration should get priority coronavirus testing last year. And CNN is now being ripped for their defense of Chris Cuomo, Andrew's brother, with his getting tested. So if you remember, he had COVID early on last year. And in a statement, and he was part of this group of people in the Cuomo inner circle who were allowed to get tested repeatedly early when other people couldn't. And CNN said in a statement that it's not surprising that in the earliest days of a a once-in-a-lifetime global pandemic, when Chris was showing symptoms and was concerned about the possible spread, he turned to anyone he could for advice and assistance as any human being would. But the problem is a lot of human beings did, and they weren't given the vaccine well they weren't given the preferential treatment that he was because his brother's the governor uh the gotham gazettes uh referred to that statement as um by anyone you mean the governor of new york or anybody else who's going to appear on your television show someone else called that statement a long-winded version of don't you know who i am (laughs) (laughs) the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast uh, Dana Carvey was on with Stephen Colbert last night, and I don't know if a lot of people think there's a whole generation gap with Dana Carvey. You, you may have known him from Wayne and Garth, right? Yeah. From Wayne's, Wayne's World. World. Yeah. Um, but years ago, he was one of the most talented people to ever appear on Saturday Night Live. And his version of George Bush, the first when he was president was just incredible. It was one of the greatest impersonations of all time. Almost like Will Smith doing George W. Bush was right up there. Sure. Um, but uh, but he was he's always been so good. And SNL brought on Jim Carrey to do Joe Biden, right? And he did Joe Biden as like this sort of cool Joe Biden. Always with the glasses always on. Always with the glasses yeah. on. Because people wouldn't dare do Joe Biden as the sort of stumbling, tripping over his words. (laughs) Maybe there's there's something wrong with them. Maybe there's not something wrong with them. But listen to Dana Carvey. This is long. We're not going to play the whole thing, but we're going to play enough where you get the the, the brilliance of it. This is Dana Carvey last night on Stephen Colbert doing Joe Biden. I do him at the town hall when he's like the gentle father to the country, and he looks like the alien who came off the spaceship in Close Encounters. Yes. Folks, come on, folks. Let's get real. I'm not kidding around here. You know. 
you know, we got to do the thing. We did Barack. We did the deal, you know. And, uh, you know, my dad, my dad, you know, lost his job in Scranton. No joke. No joke. I'm not being a wise guy here. He said, Pops, why'd you lose? He said, Joe, I did. My mom said, that's the cookie. Would she, the crumble, she says, we'll do it. You know, here's the deal. Wow. Here's the deal. Number one, the thing that they said, come on. Number two, the two part. <laughs> Folks, three, you know, no. come on. I'm not kidding around. No rocket science. There's, here's the deal. Come on now. Now, that he told, he knew, he knew it floated. He told Bob Woodward, it's Joe jo- and Woodward. <laughs> Thank you. Right. That's if you're really Lauren Michaels right now, you're calling Dana Carvey. Will you come back? Yes. To do to do this for at least this season or the, re- the remainder of the season. Roz and Mocha Q&A. All right. Thank you, everybody, for submitting your questions for this week's Ask Roz and Mocha. We say hello right now to Jenny, who's on the phone. What's going on? Hey, I was hoping you might say my name like uh, Forrest Gump there. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> because I was literally just thinking about. We were talking about that. About that, yeah. Because right before we uh, got you on the phone, we were talking about Forrest Gump. Oh, really? Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Ronza Mocha Show. Let me try. Oh, thank try. you. Go ahead, more. Okay. Hello, Jenny. <laughs> That was good. That was pretty good. Uh, do you love that movie as much as I do? I do. Yeah? I do. And I hear all all the time. Anytime I introduce myself as Jenny, everyone always tries to do the Forrest Gump oh, really? impression. What, uh, what were you just, before we brought Jenny on, Mocha, uh, what yeah. were you saying about Jenny? I found, in my opinion, because I watched Forrest Gump again not that long ago. Yeah. Jenny kind of treated like Forrest like trash, man. She's kind of trash yeah. for the way she treated him. Yeah. She knew that he was in love with her. Yeah. And it was like she always knew that no matter what she did, where she went, whatever her life journey was going to be, he was always going to be there no matter what. Yes. And I feel like she took advantage of him too much. She treated Forrest like big treats Carrie. Mm, No, but no, 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 no. It's different than that. I understand what you're saying, but it's different than that because Forrest was unconditional. Yeah. And Forrest was... It seems like he she could was taking. No he could do no wrong, yeah. right? And 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 when you look at when you when you look at Forrest, because of the sort of mental capacities that he had, although he was sort of like a genius in some areas and and not in others, you know, the thing that he did best and had the best handle on was what it meant to love. Yeah, and there was nothing else that he really had that great of a handle on. And other people had taken advantage of him in other ways. Although Forrest always came out on top in those oh, situations, but it just seemed cruel the way that Jenny took advantage of the thing that he knew best because he didn't know much but what he knew was that and that's why watching the movie now especially all these years later Forrest Gump sort of hits differently now oh, than, absolutely. It did, than it did than it did back then so yeah no I'm, I'm with you on that I'm with you on that it, uh, it's so an incredibly like sad movie the girl in 13 going on 30 who Maddie was in love with her and she just wouldn't give him a chance or just like in Forrest Gump or just where, like with Forrest Gump like, and Jenny just gave so many examples yeah, like why 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 would you compare one movie to another movie? Like you could say you could say just like my mom and dad, or you yeah. could say just like you know Bill and Hillary. I don't know, um, but uh, it's the first two names that popped into my head. Um, but you can't say like if we're talking Forrest Gump, you can't then turn around and say just like Thirteen Going on Thirty. Like you can't. Like, no, it's just like it's just, Forrest and Jen, Forrest Gump. <laughs> anyway, Jenny, uh, 
Jenna, uh, what is your question for the room? All right, so my question is, uh, speaking of love, I guess, <laughs> at what point in the day are you the grumpiest? Oh, at what point the in the day grumpiest. am I the what? The girliest? No, the grumpiest. Oh, the grumpiest. Oh, well, for us, that's easy. Midnight to 11.59 well, p.m. I want to hear your answer on girliest. <sighs> Midnight to 11.59 p.m. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And no shame. Um... <laughs> What time of day am I the grumpiest? I'm going to say it's not when I'm here, but it's like I'm not the happiest, certainly, when I'm here. Uh, <laughs> Why not? Well, because it's work. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> right? But we have fun. Like, no, of course we do, but I'm still at work. Okay. Um, I'm going to say the grumpiest part of my day is, uh, God, like 11.50. A.M. No, because uh, I am I'm finished this show and then I'm at home and I'm getting ready to do E.T. Canada live. And if the script is late, that's usually what time it happens. And if everything else comes late, everything all just comes in around that 1150 to 12 noon. But yet I have to be on and ready to go to do a half hour live show about topics oftentimes that I haven't even researched yet at 1215. So I'm usually overwhelmed. Like if I write somebody saying, you know, God damn it, like how much do you want me to do in the span of 20 minutes? Yeah. It's between 11.50 and 12.10. Okay. Like if, if I snap at somebody, yeah. it's generally going to be between between those hours. I'm going to make usually, a note of that time yeah. period, that time yeah. block. It's usually when I'm texting you. Yeah, that's my biz. That's my that's my my least favorite time of day. Uh, before we get to your answer, damn it, Maury, I'm curious uh, as to what your answer is, Jen A. <laughs> I would probably say after the kids go to bed. That's when you're the grumpiest? You know what? I, I feel like after they go to bed, I feel like I'm, okay, now's my time to relax, but I yeah. can't because I have to make lunches for the next day. I still have to clean up a bit. It's like I have to do dishes. So it's like the time where I want to relax and my body is just like tired, right. but I still have so much to do. What? Uh, how many kids do you have and how old are they? I have three kids. I have two four-year-old boys and a three-year-old girl. Oh, oh my God. God. What a thing. busy, busy house. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, Maury. At what time or what point of the day are you the grumpiest? Usually around, um, well, all day, but usually around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It shows. Yeah. What time, what time do you get What time do you get in here? <laughs> At five. Five. Yeah, At what time five. do you leave? Ten. Ten. Yeah. Five to ten, I'm going to say. <laughs> and I don't care That's what so you true. say because there's no way you can't be grumpier than what you are when you're in here. Yeah. I would say when I wake up from my nap because I just feel like crap. Yeah, why? I just feel like absolute uh, crap. But I have to have a nap, but I'm so groggy. And the minute, because my husband works from home now, the minute I open the bedroom door, he's already on me with do this, do this, do this. <laughs> like what? <laughs> like like yesterday, for example, you wake up from your nap. Oh, he's like, Andy and needs you... to go for a walk. You oh, got to okay, take yeah. Andy for a walk. Uh-huh. Why doesn't right. he take the dog for a walk? He's very busy. Yeah. Oh. No time for Not this. busy enough to yell, you know? Yeah, no. Always got time for yelling. <laughs> Always got time for yelling. And that, well, yesterday was take Andy for a walk, and the soup in the fridge goes bad today. Can you make it? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, damn. He hit you with both of those. What a, huh? what a life. Like, you say that as my- if you're you're so overwhelmed. <laughs> Yeah, like my God, like you have enough time to take a nap. Like, yeah, you've just <laughs> woken up from a nap, okay, in the middle of the day, and you're like, ugh. Take my dog out for a quick walk and make soup? Are you crazy? <laughs> I'm not a machine. <laughs> like, uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, I would say for me, the grumpiest would be after 
our toddler goes to bed, that time between when he goes to bed and when I have to go to bed. Really? Huh? Yeah. Only because, not like really grumpy, just... But if you had a little less... Yeah, I sure. would say, yeah, a little bit... You're not bit, angry, but no, just not angry, you're grumpiest. But sure. because my day... So I wake up at 2.45 every day, right? Yeah. And as soon as I wake up, I automatically start thinking about work. Yes. And I get ready. I drive to work. We do the show. And then as soon as I get home... I turn, you know, it goes into dad mode oh, right away. It's triage. Because our, to- our toddler's like, still at home. Yeah. Right? So as soon, sometimes before I even take my jacket or my shoes off, <laughs> oh, he's at the door and he's like pulling my hand to go play. Yeah. So it's all day <laughs> of being with him, like both my wife and I, like trying to do different things, yeah. but it's just like nonstop busy. And then by the time it's, you know, time for him to go to bed, he's like either fighting against us about something because he's so exhausted from the day. <sighs> Right, yeah. and Jenny, you would know that toddler anger, right? Like the the, yeah. the the defiance, like saying he's in the mode now where he's like saying no to things. Yeah. He's um, not wanting to do things that we ask him, or he's just being straight up rude. Right, right. So it's a constant I put, battle. I was trying to put my son to bed the other night, and he got so upset with me because he was like, "Where'd the sun go?" I'm like, "Well, the sun's down because it's bedtime," and he's like, well, "I want the sun back," and yeah. I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" Completely irrational. Good, yeah. like ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not good. <laughs> when he goes to bed, then I look at the clock and I'm like, okay, well, now I only have out of that entire day, I now have an hour, sometimes less than an hour until yes. I have to go to bed. Yes. Right. So at that point, but I still have like maybe things for the show that I got to get done for right. the next day. So I'm still a little bit in work mode. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that at least time, you don't have to make soup. That time decreases. <laughs> Even more yeah. where I have a little bit of, of downtime, right? right? I never, never, I, it's like very rare that I get it. So at that point, I'm during the week, I'm at my grumpiest. Yeah. Do you think that you guys will ever like explore the idea of becoming dads more? We've talked about it. Yeah? Yeah. How much have you talked about it? Um, we've talked about it enough to realize it'll never happen. Really, huh? Yeah. So you've made the decision. Yes. Yes. Why was that? Um, we love kids. Yeah. We love other people's kids, but, but we just realize we're selfish. way too selfish. Yeah. Is that what you just said? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> this guy know you or what? <laughs> uh, Jenny, it was such a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you very much for joining us on the oh, Raza Jenny? Mocha Show podcast. Uh, before we let you go, between Raza Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh, I hate this question. I am leaning more toward Mocha, and I'm so sorry, Ross. Listen, you don't hate this question nearly as much as I hate this question. So, <laughs> text it to him at so, eleven fifty. So feel for, feel free, okay? Love love Mocha all you want. I wasn't expecting this to go my way. I never I, uh, do. I'm gonna remind you of this between eleven fifty a.m. Yeah, and twelve fifteen. I knew, this I knew it was a mistake. I said that. I knew it was a huge Jenny. mistake. Yeah. Now, next question. Who did the better uh, Forrest Gump, Mocha or myself? Right. So, Maury, you really tried hard, and it was a good impression. I would say probably Mocha, though. Yeah. There you go. Doesn't that sound like that tone? See that tone she just took? Like, how many people in your life, Maury, have taken that tone with you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you, know what, you know what I mean? You the, very the, hard. The, the, I don't want to hurt your feelings, yeah. but no. <laughs> also, walk the dog and go make that soup. <laughs> Thanks, Jenny. Love you lots. Bye. Thanks. Uh, all right. Bye, love Annie. you. Take care.
Uh, Ryan says here, oh, this is a great follow-up. Oh, my God, this is such a good follow-up question. Right. <laughs> Why does Roz always sound so happy when talking to people older than him and so annoyed when talking to people <laughs> younger than him? Um, oh, Jesus. You don't have to answer. <laughs> I mean, is it, it should be obvious, right? Yeah, yeah I, we all know, you know the answer. Young, older, older people or people you know that are closer to my age tend to annoy me a whole lot less. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Josie says here, uh, do you think anyone will blow out candles on a cake ever again? Interesting question. I stopped blowing out candles well before the pandemic. I've actually, I've, we've blown out candles during the pandemic, now that I think about it. I just, when but I But that's pe- for like with stuff. People in my house. For and people stuff in like your that. house. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Do I think, I think that there's a lot of things that people are going to be um, really like, I'm not looking forward to when everybody's vaccinated and we got herd immunity and there's really no sort of, you know, fear of anything. I, I, I'm not looking forward to having people who are now obsessive about always maintaining that distance as if COVID is about to happen again. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to that. I'm not looking forward to blowing out a cake at a, at a, at a bar or at a restaurant and having somebody, you know, beside you go point it the other way. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm not looking forward to or, that. Or having Those other people, people say like, can you believe Yeah, he just like, I would never have that cake. Don't share that cup. Like yeah. I'm just not like, I'm not looking forward to that. I'm not looking forward to the aggressive policing that is going to come from people who are just trying to like, I don't, I don't even know what the word is, but I'm not looking forward to it. And it's going to happen. Yeah. And it's going to happen forever. I, Josie, to answer your question, I don't think a lot of people are going to be blowing out candles on cakes anymore. Not because they feel unsafe about it or about themselves, but for fear of what other people around them who are, you know, a part of that celebration or whatever mm-hmm. um, are, are going to think and or say. Yes. Right? That's what I think. But yeah, yeah. I just... It stopped for me when there was one time where my dad was blowing out his birthday cake and a bit of spit came out and uh, and it just I couldn't have the cake because there was right. a bit of came spit. out of your dad or out of the cake out <laughs> of the cake. <laughs> you have to be specific, man. When you say things like no, a little bit of spit came of, out, I just took a sip of my dad's. I was gonna spit it out. <laughs> I would just stop eating cake if a little Could bit of spit came out of it. Can you imagine? Okay, so like. If spit had to come out of a cake, well, right? Well, like, would it come out of the end of a candle? Like, just start dripping no, out of the end of a the candle? End of do you, or do you think it would come from, like, the top of the cake, the middle, the bottom? That's if it was a layered disgusting. cake, would that's it come disgusting. out from in between some of the layers, no, like I a th- mouth? No, no, I think that as soon as you put the knife in to cut it, it would just come, like, gush, gushy. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> right? That's so gross! Okay, like but anyway, <laughs> so it came out of your dad. So yes. the spit came out of your dad. Yeah. Okay. And, and I was then, like, no, thank you. And, right. So what'd your dad say? Oh, he just... He didn't have the guts to tell him. No, I said I was full. Yeah. <laughs> you full? For sure they thought that you were lying. No, Maury, if I if there was cake in the room and you said no thanks, I'm full, I would think that you had cancer. <laughs> <laughs> like I would immediately Yo. I would be so worried about you. Can if I there was you? cake in here and Maury said no thanks, I'm full. Bruh. Okay. So remember when we celebrated Maury's ten year anniversary? And yes. we had that cake in here for him? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Last here's, podcast. Yeah. Here's yeah. how much damn it Maury loves cake. Okay. He didn't even offer any of us a slice of cake. When I brought the cake home, the first thing Matthew said is, did you not offer anybody yeah, some cake? Yeah, I know. I found that weird, but I didn't say anything. And I, at the time, I just said, it never crossed my mind. Yeah, yeah. because you love cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, sharing has never crossed your mind. 
That's so true. Do you know if somebody delivered a cake to me in here for, for anything, a birthday, an anniversary, whatever, and if I took that whole thing home, I would never have heard the oh, end of it from yeah. morning. Never have heard the end of it from yeah, morning. Yeah, would have been nice to get a, to yeah, get a, a yeah. piece of cake. Would have, would, would have been nice. Would have liked to, to have tried that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's How just, was the you'll, cake? You'll, no, it would have been this. It would have been this. The text would have been exactly this. You'll have to let me know what that cake was like. <laughs> and then if That's, you don't respond, yeah. like an hour later, it would just be yeah. a, another text follow up with question yes. mark, question mark, question yes. mark. And then he would go to my Instagram where I would have taken a picture of the cake and posted a picture of the cake. And then he would have screen grabbed that picture of the cake and sent that picture of the cake back to me with a hand drawn triangle out of it being like tomorrow. With, like, <laughs> like bring, me, bring, me that, bring me that piece. Yeah, right? AKA, yeah. you love cake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So again, Maury, if you said that uh, if you said that you were too full for cake, I would worry greatly. <laughs> uh, Becky says, uh, what has been your favorite part of doing the podcast so far? It just started last month and I'm now on episode 55, which uh, goes back to December of 2018. And I also want to know uh, what we can look forward to. Every episode is absolutely hilarious. I love the podcast. I love this part of the podcast. Same. Doing the Azra Zamoka part simply yeah. because everything we do before this, so everything that you hear on the podcast that we've done on the show is, uh, is a sprint, right? And it's just that the pace at which this show is put together every day is bloody exhausting. Mm-hmm. And you still, in those moments, have to like calm down. You got to take a beat. You got to take a breath. You got to put your thoughts together. You got to be funny. You got to do all that stuff. But when we do the podcast and we get to this part, this is the only time that we produce anything for the show that you're actually able to breathe. Yeah. And so that's why this part of the podcast is my favorite part of doing the podcast. I just love all the questions. And again, (laughs) we have, you know, uh, unlimited time to answer these questions and to have a little bit of fun, right? Not yeah. saying that the, the rest of the podcast isn't fun, um, but this part is absolutely my favorite part of yes. the, uh, the podcast. This is the only part of the podcast I remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, everything true. else just happened. True. Yeah, because we do so I, yeah. much, yeah. right? Yeah. There's so much that happens. Yeah. Mel says, um, and I think the only person, and I'll explain why, but uh, I think the only person that can really answer this is Roz. Uh-oh. But Mel says, do your kids' friends address you and your wife as Mr. and Mrs.? Or do they call you by your first name? Please. When Roxy was little, and if any kid in their her class knew who I was, they called me Roz and Mocha. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when she was little. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, but now, I don't think kids, kids don't generally do the Mr. and Mrs. anymore, I've, I've, I've found. Um, certainly not with any of Roxy's friends. And, and they're at prime Mr. and Mrs. age. They're all like 11 and 12 kind of thing. Yeah. Where if they were going to do the Mr. and Mrs., they would. But I, th- I think it's different for me because I don't know what other, um, like, I don't know what other families are like. But for Roxy's friends... Like her, like they'll be driving to school in the morning and they'll see a a billboard of us or a picture of us on the side of a bus going by or a TV commercial. So they only know me as Roz, right? So nobody has even once tried to call me anything uh, like Mr. Weston. Like the only people that have ever called me Mr. Weston are are people who don't know that they are talking to me, right? Everybody else, it's always just, it's always just Just Roz. Even when I go into, like if I go into a restaurant with Kat, Catherine and we've never been there before if they recognize us like they don't I don't even get called sir 
right? Oh, wow. It's only ever, it's only ever, it's only ever Roz. Yeah. Um, so would I like it if Roxy's friends called me Mr. Weston? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I would think that I, I think that I would maybe yeah. like for like a couple of times, I think it might be kind of cool. It's never going to happen. No, right. Never. Like it's just, it's never going to happen. I don't think kids do that anymore. Like even with her teachers, her teachers are only ever like Mr. B or, you know, um, one of their teachers is like Mr. So-and-so, but it's his first name. Yeah. Like even with teachers, it's not this universal thing where mm. they where they refer to them as Mr. or Mrs., you know, by their a couple of a couple of them are, but they're very loose with it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But um, I don't think and I don't think certainly Roxy has never called any of her friends, parents, Mr. and Mrs. Mm. at all. Um, so well, Cruz isn't in school right now. But he does have, like, he'll go into JK in September. Yeah. But he has one friend. So there's one other family that's, like, part of our our bubble. And one friend that he gets together with twice a week. So that kid actually calls me Uncle Mocha. Uncle Mocha, really, Yeah, huh? that's what he calls yeah. me. And then, like, our other friends who have, who have kids, um, like this other group of friends are Italian. And the way you say uncle in Italian is Zio. Right. So their kids will call me Zio. Really, yeah? Yeah. All of my friends, though, grown, have kids and everything. Yeah. They still call my mom and dad Mr. and Mrs. Really? Yeah. See, my my friends never called my mom and dad Mr. and Mrs. My friends only ever called my dad. Um, my mom and dad, mom and dad. Oh, really? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. You just brought something up that I that I I had only realized now when we when I was talking about titles with just like younger kids and and teachers and stuff or or Mister and, and Misses. Kids don't use like Roxy has never called really my brother Uncle. He's not Uncle Rich. No, she only ever calls him Richie. Same, really? th- same thing with his wife. Only oh, ever, wow. never, never uses auntie with that. And even with Catherine's siblings, I'm thinking in my head where I don't think Roxy's ever referred to Catherine's brother as Uncle Andrew or, or Aunt Suzanne, her sister. It's only really? ever just Suzanne and Andrew. Yeah. Oh. I don't think it's ever been, I don't think she's ever said aunt and uncle in front of their names. Huh. Yeah. I still call my uncle Michael, Uncle Michael. Yeah. I would too. Like I would, I came from the generation of where even if your parents just had good friends, you would call them Absolutely. uncle. Right? Yeah. Like you just, well, I you have just so would. many aunts and uncles yeah. that I didn't realize were not related to me until Thank like you. way late in life. Way late in life. Because then you get older and you start wondering and you ask your parents like, okay, so how is that person or these people, how are they related to, to our family? Yeah. And it's like, well, they're not. Well, exactly. Yeah. You and I are from that same, I guess the three of us are from that same generation where that is just what you did, right? Yeah. You but, thought I was younger for a second. But, I know. <laughs> yeah, please. Uh, but Roxy, I don't think she's ever, maybe the odd time she's called him Uncle Richie, but I, yeah. I don't think normally it's just Richie. She hollers up the stairs, Richie! <laughs> 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 my, dad, my dad's being miserable. Yeah. You come down here and play? No, no. She either has, she either <laughs> bakes something that she wants him to try yeah. or she wants to go upstairs and play Oculus. Aww, like one of those, so one of those two. Yeah. Uh, Suck Beer says here. Excuse me. Suck Beer. Great name. Yeah. If you could instantly know any fact about yourself, what would you want to know? For example, how many hours you slept in your life, the amount of breaths you've taken, uh, chicken wings consumed, stuff like that. If you could know instantly any fact about yourself. So not a fact as in you can't say when will I die or no, all no, of that no, other no. stuff. But you could do how many times have I had sex. Sure. You could do um, how many hours have I spent watching television. How many yes. farts in a lifetime. How many times have I farted. Yeah. Right? Interesting. 
I would like to know that one. One. Like how you only many... get one, right? Oh, but it's you get, only you one. Get, you get one fact about yourself. Okay. I mean, you get one. So yeah. I would probably want to know, for the purpose of improving my life, how much, because then knowing this information would probably help me plan my days better, right? Right, right, right. How much time have I spent doing straight up nonsense? Like how much time- but what's nonsense? Like, you got to be specific. Like how much time have I spent- on YouTube watching something that but I didn't intend but I think you to can watch. find that out but by you, clicking a button. Yeah, but well, like, I guess you could, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like, you want something like... Like, I was going to ask, you know, because my dad has heart problems, I was going to ask, you know, what's my blockage at now in my heart? Do I... Am I should I be worried? But I no, could find no. that out. Yeah, but yeah, but even that is like a... Even that is a... That's a one-time medical thing. Like, you want to know how many times you've fallen in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, how in many... Love? How many times you've taken a shower. Mm. You know, stuff like that. Okay. Like if, if how, you, how many how many times in my life have I tripped? Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Who and who and what are you going to use that information for? Who knows? Nothing. But I think it would be interesting to just say, you know, if we all did that, I wouldn't waste mine on that. So you'd be alone. You'd have nothing to compare it to. You'd just be walking around going, I've tripped 20,000 times. Yes. <laughs> or how, many would, times, <laughs> how many times have I tripped up the stairs? Yes. 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 <laughs> and people and people would be like, okay, cool. Yeah. Cool stat. Tell it again. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. Um, yeah, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I like how long you've, how long in your life you've spent kissing would be an interesting one. Oh yeah. Right. I, or how many times you've blanked? No, I'm not interested in that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know what to do with that information, but if I could tell somebody, listen, I've spent, you know, 62 hours of my life kissing, right? I think that'd be a cool stat. <laughs> I'd want to know the fart one. <clears throat> how many times you farted? Yeah. Yeah. You, what about your weight in poo? Oh. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, what about something? Such, that's such a disgusting piece of information. <laughs> well, but, no, what, but you but, could well, use that to your advantage because if your poo weighed more than you do now, then you could say I, you know, I more, weigh less than my poo. More, more guaranteed, you've pooed more than your current weight. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I, I like probably I, just this I, week I know alone. It's, I know it's COVID and we're all struggling, but <laughs> but you've definitely you've definitely uh, pooped more than your weight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's this is a great follow-up question, okay? Yeah. Jamie says how many, uh, hold on, how many how many times I how many times I've chewed? Chewed? Sure, you could ask that. Absolutely. Thousands, millions probably. Yeah, millions. This week alone. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie said, "Would you rather the sound of a referee's whistle come out of your nose every time you breathe or out of your butt every time you farted?" Oh my God, the butt! Yeah, I would say the butt too. Cat, you like how you? I would sleep alone for the rest of my life. <laughs> I know because you have like you breathe every second, right? God. So it'd just be a constant whistle. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Could you imagine that in the Dammit's house? Oh, if every time Maury breathed. No, but I mean, I'd Matthew, Matthew already. Matthew already hates the sound of you breathing, yeah. and you make no sound when you breathe, and I'm he already hates it. From him slugging me when I breathe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would a hundred percent say whistle fart over over whistle breathe. Absolutely. You can't go the other way. Nobody can. You'll never have a silent but deadly one ever again. I'm fine with that. (laughs) Right, like that. Yes, every single time. Oh my god! Could you imagine? Yeah. Or, or this. Imagine this. (laughs) (laughs) I know. No. No thanks. No. No. Absolutely not. No. 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 Okay, so we're all going with farts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what would be better is if you have the fart whistle, which means your partner has to have the breathing whistle. So it's constantly like fart whistle, breathing whistle, fart whistle. No, how, but the how, breathing, often, how often do you think yeah. I'm farting? <laughs> the breathing whistle would be way more than the like, fart whistle. Like, I'm... <laughs> 
Jeez, man. Yeah. Like, I know when we were kids, we used to lie on our back and put our legs in the air and suck wind into your butt, right? And then fart it out. suck wind into your butt? Right. What? I don't know. You just position yourself, right? And I never sometimes did that. You, like, open, you never open your cheeks a little bit and no. suck, like, so it would go... Like that, no. and you could feel it you, go in. Bro, no, and, you, and then you would fart it out. Even Shem shaking his head. <laughs> no, like, you, no, you, man, you never, you, you guys never did that growing up in Scarborough. You never no. did this stuff. You never lied. <laughs> you guys never Wait, lied. Talk, like, is this solo or like with friends? With friends, always with friends. And then oh, we would, no. and then we, and then we would, and then we would light them on fire. Like the lighting on fire thing, yeah, yeah. What do you say? That's things oh. white people do. Yeah, maybe, maybe it is. Maybe it is. Uh, Steph Martin has a, a question specifically for you, Ross. Yes. Is it too early right now to plant grass seed? Oh. The days are now staying in the double digits, but the nights hover around zero. Will it damage the seed if there is another frost? No. You can actually throw grass seed down right before the winter comes, and it'll be fine. It'll it'll germinate. The problem with planting grass seed in the spring, we've talked about this before, is it, the most you're going to hope for if you have a big area that you're planting grass, the most you're going to hope for is like a 40% retention yeah. that's going to take you into the fall um, because the reason you plant grass in the fall is because then you get fall winter spring before the summer happens so you get three full seasons of growth before the summer happens if you plant in the spring you get spring and then boom july yeah. right and that's when grass dies because it doesn't have the root structure so you can throw down grass seed anytime it's actually called dormant seeding where you could throw um, grass seed right down on your lawn when it's like brown and still sort of crunchy and just let april rains do what april rains do i would roll over it with something or just get out there and walk on it a little bit and 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 mush it into the to the grass or the soil or whatever you have but yeah you can do it but don't be disappointed when all the grass seed you put down when you're in the middle of the summer or late summer going into fall that you have maybe 40 percent that survived i think 40 percent is usually a decent number and there but you yeah, go, go for it okay you have to ask the question from eden oh mocha when you have nightmares do you wet your pants no, oh. I don't wet my pants. No, you've never. You, I think you would say if you had a night terror and peed, I hundred percent would think that you would come in here and say that you peed. Absolutely, Absolutely. I'd be like, guys, guess what happened yeah. last night? No, yeah. Yeah. I'd be too ashamed. No, 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 no. You'd be ashamed to pee in the bed. With everything else that goes on in that bed. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> <Again>, nothing. <laughs> Every week on Instagram, look Matthew for the photo. Matthew throw that mattress out. No, oh, yeah. Oh. Ask Razamoga and then throw you out. Yeah. Uh, feel free to ask your questions. This has been the Razamoga Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.